The sound of howling was something the folks of the Outland Valleys had grown accustomed to as the misty nights scraped the mountain sides. High Inquisitor Sita Venlas, frowning in solemn silence, knew this is where she would start. Palas was an active town, still alive and busy, if aching and scared as its workers and shops endured working day to day in the lands forgotten by the church. And this is why it came to her. Someone who would take action. The ridges and cliffs, fingers of stone, wrapping around the heartlands like the grip of the fiends who held it. They would be free. One step at a time. And so they must feel safe. That is how they would get there. That is how they would be free. But how? She contemplated this. Heavy black garb bound with silver, glistening in the subtle candlelight of her patron's chambers. She was not a woman to leave well enough alone. Her scarred hands tensed for the handle of a blade or the tightness of a quill. Something to ease a solution from her arms. But the nervous tension wouldn't break. With a snort of inconclusive concern, she broke her silence and surged to her feet, stomping through her aimless fervor. And as she brushed by the window in the dark of night, she saw it, flickering from the same candlelight, a flash in the darkness, a marble of green light over the city walls. And as the howling followed the fleeing beast, she smiled. The first thing they needed was an enemy. Hi, Internet! Welcome back to Curse of Innistrad. Uh, we're getting pretty much straight back into it. Uh, last time, our intrepid adventurers, who need some sort of organizational name, though I'm not sure how long they plan to stay together, uh, <laughs> departed wait, from... Wait, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know! I'm not sure they like each other. But yeah, the, the party does seem... Tenuous. I literally can't Listen, tell if you like each other. So. I know Nick's not pulling his weight right now, okay? But that's no reason to <laughs> fucking leave him behind. Look, well, act, sorry, act guys. We're going to have to take Nick out behind the woodshed. Really? Because I don't, I don't feel like you're the one that needs to worry about being left behind or otherwise murdered. <laughs> I'm pretty sure enough people don't like me right now that the druid may get killed. The fact that and you're I'm all missing this out is so. very telling. <laughs> Listen, Adiola. the droid will get killed because she's useful. If anything, this dweeb in a trench coat and jacket will get killed first. Hey! Oh, not you, the other dweeb. I don't know which that is! That's all of them! The one with a doll. We, we're in Innistrad. You know how many people you just fucking described? <laughs> all right, Even all right. with, the, with the doll. <laughs> Alright, but getting back into it. Um, so, last session after collecting their ward, in the case of Irina uh, Kalyana, they headed pretty much promptly out in the direction of Palas. Along the way, they were stopped at the same ill-fortuned uh, hangman's noose, however, and found themselves face-to-face -face with the target that many of them are directly pursuing. Streffen Moore, or Maurer, as I should probably honestly try saying. After a brief exchange of sass from both sides, but more bemused on one, uh, he departed after dropping a weapon that once belonged to the Inquisitor, Arcelia. After recovering it, the, our adventurers had an 
fight with a very large set of wolves that seemed very intent on killing them, but unfortunately unable to do so, for at least more sake. <laughs> I think we have a killer GM, everyone. <laughs> unfortunate not for the party, unfortunate for the wolves. Anyway, after that, they continued their route to Palas relatively undisturbed. Upon arriving there at late nighttime, they were allowed in tentatively only after being told about the Inquisitor traveling with them. They were then directed to another Inquisitor staying there, High Inquisitor Sita Venlis, a very serious woman with a militant but very attempting to keep morale up woman. They met with her briefly, and though she seemed to view the group with disdain, though she also seemed to view everyone with disdain, she agreed to help them out in any efforts so far. And that is where we left off. Conrad, you had just spoken with Sita, and she was uh, wanting to hear more of the story directly. Uh, yes, that does sound correct. So, do you need any food or anything? Anything before we start? I need everything. All the details. I'll give you what I can. But no, I'm alright. And your companions? You'd she coolly glances across everyone else. You'd have to ask them. But well? We've, but we've been well prepared. Alright. I have a nap, or or maybe an eight-hour rest. <laughs> Nothing specific or anything. Do do you have guest rooms or yes. beds rooms, ma'am? There are enough rooms here that some people could stay. I don't think I could accommodate your entire group. The inn in town, however, likely has a few still remaining. We don't get many travelers anymore. Understandable. Are there stables? Yes. Just kind of nods and heads out side because she's like uh, this is kind of creepy I i'm safer out there if it has a place where i can study in peace i'm fine wherever we go if you're looking for peace i suggest here then you could make some arrangements with the rest of you i don't quite care i think there's about room for two more since you introduced the girl into our midst so the rest of you should head elsewhere this is of course not accounting you conrad i'm expecting you to stay here as you wish nick elbows whoever's whoever is nearest him and eh, she wants him to stay here huh <laughs> you, you, el you, you elbow Conrad Illyria <laughs> giggles She kind of gets it If I were playing any other character Yeah, exactly I was just about to type that in the chat <laughs> You can tell from her stiffness of motion For just a fraction of a second That she clearly noted what you said However, is elected to make no comment on it whatsoever Ah, uh, well then he will, he will not follow up As, you, as he maybe was going to <laughs> you had a follow-up ready? So, uh, for those who wish to accompany her, she escorts Conrad into a side room. Uh, over there, it's a room well-kept, even compared to everywhere else you've seen so far. It's done in dark colors, browns and earth tones, primarily because of the large amount of furs there. Hides and heads, most notably of a bear mounted on the wall. It's large, mounted directly above an immense chair. Sita sets herself into carefully. Is that one of yours? A time I visited a while ago. Known the Baroness here for a while. Please, sit. She gestures at some of the other fur-laden chairs. He sits, happy to not be on the road. Does anyone else follow into there? Nope, I'm going to the stables. <laughs> Me too. Let the mountain men go live in the sh the animal parts. Yeah, yeah. No, Nick's Nick's going to the inn. Uh, cause this lady, eh, her stick in the mud, and this might be contagious, and we can't have that. Uh, Kazus will excuse himself to 
a chamber to study because as stupid as it is for him to be staying here, he at least doesn't need to engage further with the host. When she's, uh, it doesn't take you long to figure out where you're staying. The room is kept well enough. It's a bit dusty as it really doesn't seem there are many guests around here, but beyond that, it's in good condition. There are sheets, there's a desk, small lantern. All right, he'll take out his uh, machining supplies and start uh, making a uh, wig. Uh, just for the sake of it, give me a roll. <laughs> wig make check. Wig make check. Let's see, that's a six. Plus int, and I think you have proficiency in artificer's tools. Yeah, then that would be... I wasn't sure which stat, but that would be... Since, yes, you're, you're not making this for a normal human. It's actually relating to a doll would be artificers. So your proficiency plus int plus six. Five int, two proficiency, 13. It's not your finest work, but it's solid. It looks better than most doll hair would be. Given his newfound wig, uh, Victor's his name, right? It's been a while long enough. Yeah. yeah. Double check. Yep. <laughs> uh, Victor carefully uh, seats himself and stares into the mirror that's been provided in the room. Just, just tell me it doesn't look like any of the player characters. <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't think any of your hair would match. Didn't take any of your hair yet. I thought he stole it from the dog. <laughs> it depends. What fur did you use? Uh, I guess I specified getting some materials in town, but the only you hair we specified was the dog, so... Fair enough. It's uh, mainly that it's well put together more than anything. The hair was not particularly long amounts, but you were able to construct it into something resembling some of the styles you've seen in... Uh... Oh, God, why is my mind slipping me right now? Apologies. Apologies. No, no, not Nefalia. Gavany? Gavany? Uh, well, some of the Gavany villages, yes. They have a sort of carefully crossover style. Snoot Town? Either way, he seems to be admiring himself very carefully. Yes. Good. And then just... <laughs> he raises up one of his arms. In his hand is a small bone comb. <laughs> seems well-crafted, but not intended for an adult's use, at least. Dealing shit from kids. Where did you find that? Looks down, looks back up, looks over to his hand. I found it in my hand. <laughs> Fair enough. Does it meet your approval? Yes. Good. Enjoy. He prods at you carefully with the comb and offers you the handle. All right, but then I need to study. Of course. He'll comb the doll's hair. Well, isn't this touch? <laughs> He sits still, but you know him well enough to know he's preening. I love Victor. Oh, this is the perfect little... <laughs> so what does Grimhild do? Um, I mean, if we're all just looking to crash... Nick headed out to head towards the uh, inn. I'm, I'm uh, summarizing the adventure so far to... Uh, Swift to see, see the... Not yet. What'd you say? The two mountain How people is... have left. They both went towards How... the stable out back. How long has it been since we've slept? Uh, quite a while. Like a t two towns ago? Like pretty much the entire day. Like you're up around now is when you slept yesterday. Okay, then I'll probably yeah head towards the inn. All right. So Grove and Illyria, yes. you make your way out back. The stable is relatively well kept. It's dry. As dry as you can be in the fogs and mists. There are only a couple horses there. They don't seem much bothered by your approach. They seem pretty stoic. One seems a bit ill, to say the least. It's emaciated, pale, 
light tan color. The other one's strong and sturdy, though. Brilliant white hide, speckled with only a couple dots of gray around its nose. It snorts as you approach, but doesn't seem to too bothered by you, even by your dog. Is there any obvious food in the stable? Mm, hey? I mean, like, Aside from there's... feed bags, is there like... Yeah, besides from food? feed bags, like, is there like mm. apples or something anywhere? No. So, so do you want by the horse or by a tree? I mean, wherever we go, we should stay together. That's true. I'm fine with getting into a dry stable and getting a blanket out, but if you want to go to a tree, that's cool too. Mm, not quite hungry or tired yet. I might go. There are a few scattered trees you see, but most, for the most part, the town itself is much of a beginning to turn orange forest. Are there any apples? Like, are, like, is there no. like an orchard anywhere in the town? Because it is fall. No, that'd probably be outside of the town. It's not really a Stencia thing. <laughs> it takes, oh, tastes like oh, ashes. Okay. <laughs> Grove will shake his head and be like, I'll, yeah, let's sleep inside. I'm still kind of restless. I think I'll sit on the, the, the roof and just see what's going on. She's like, she'll just kind of nod and follow you up because, like, there's no use sleeping alone in the stable when things could be going on. As you follow, he'll just, you, you have chores to do. I already washed him. Did you feed him? Yeah. All right. <laughs> She's like, whatever. I mean, the pup is taken care of. Pup is sleeping with blanket now. He even has a blanket in the stall. Yeah, then he'll climb on the roof and help her up. Whoop. Try and figure out why the hell there's so many wolf heads and see if you can see anything over the fence. Weird mountain people uh, on top of roofs. Make me a perception check. Yeah, I can do that. Both of us are just him. Are you actively looking around for like probably things? if he mentioned something about it? Did he mention something about it? Oh, yeah. Did Did you mention that you're looking for wolves? Uh, yeah, he'll he'll get on the. What the hell is that? Oh, that's a dot. Never mind. Uh, now yeah, he's well. You yeah, he'll get on the roof and be like, hey, keep a take take a glance around, see if there's anything you see. There shouldn't be this many heads on pikes. She nods. She doesn't like the heads on the pikes. Uh, you said perception, uh, right? Ignore that. Yes. I forgot the D part. Yeah! You rolled great! <laughs> I did, but... What'd you guys get? Don't. I need to roll again. I don't have a 25. Oh, I got a 22! Yeah, 17 and 22. She got 22. Alright. So both of you scan around looking for really anything that could relate to this, but the night is dark, and really what could you expect to be seeing other than the heads you've already seen here? The town is lit with a few lamps, but there doesn't seem to be any special activity just because it's night or late. However, uh, Alira, you do notice as you're gazing around, uh, you're, you look up to the mansion that you just departed from, and in the manor you can see through one of the upper windows near the top, almost the attic, you see a figure in the window, not staring out, just seems to be doing something, and there's a brief flash of color, purple, brilliant violet. It's only for a moment, then it's gone. Are they still standing at the window, or is that was that them leaving too? It seemed to silhouette them briefly, but they are quickly stepping away. She'll, like, grab Grove's shoulder and kind of shake it. Look! Something. I think there's something to do with magic, and I don't, I don't know that magic. Yeah, he'll look up. Is it gone? You don't see much, only the amount of motion that a departure would take. There's someone up in that window. 
There's definitely something that moved there, but... How good could you say you make it out? Ah, uh, I can't talk. God. You can grove. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about my sniffling. Uh, could you make out anything? It was a person, I think. Any details? It flashed purple. That's probably magic. I'm not up on that. If you can think of anything... Well, let's tell Conrad about it tonight. That seems his wheelhouse. Yes, well, I think Conrad will probably be a good person to tell. I am not down to find creepy people in or in hidden places, in large places, and getting hurt again. <laughs> I think we're, we've signed up for getting hurt, but... Well, yes, but I don't want to be bit by another vampire because I decided to be interesting and go hit something. Well, let's put it this way. Next time you want to go hit something, wait for somebody else to get in the way. Why do you think I work with you? You're right. She kind of leans her head on his shoulder. That's weird. But everything's weird. We are not in the home anymore. We're stuck in crazy land with very strange people. Yeah, I miss the spiders back home. Maybe you'll see one before in for long. Maybe. They were always a good way to get food. They were usually willing to share. uh, Well, you know, I don't think they'd take kindly to it here. There's not very many. uh, These are working with the woods here. It's all points to the wolves on pikes. Yeah, she's like, maybe I'll find a dryad, though. I like talking to them if they want to talk, but they're not always friendly. You should assume most things aren't going to be friendly here. People and creatures alike. I've kind of gotten that. And she seems kind of down about it. Like, she understands the Ulvenwald is dangerous, but on a whole, it's very neutral. Things aren't mean just to be mean. <sighs> I, mean I mean, we've seen kind of one of the causes, the big man, the, 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 the mower. Yes, him. That word. Yeah. The wolves didn't really think correctly, so yeah, I think I don't it like him. Symptom. Well, stick around. Maybe we can figure out a way to make everybody or make the woods a little safer. I want a part of him to go on my necklace. <laughs> and what part would that be? I don't know. Whatever cuts off easiest. Uh, a tooth probably. I'd probably have to ask Grimhild. Maybe an ear. Vampire. I think are, are, vam- are vampire ears pointy? She just asked Grove. You just, uh, we just checked. What I know, no. are vampire ears pointy? <laughs> no. Oh. Mm, maybe some teeth. That sounds interesting. I'm, I'm pretty sure only the skeleton remains, so I think. No, yeah. that's also wrong. But he doesn't what know, you, so. You just killed one! He doesn't remember, he wasn't there, remember? It was in the gr- kind of in the back for a lot of it. Yeah, I was like upstairs for most of it. Well, Barry and whatever. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the skeleton doesn't remain. There? I think he's just saying that it stays a person. I was thinking of Blade because for some reason I got Blade in it. <laughs> All right, <stuff>. so <laughs> do you head to tell Conrad, or do you just linger up? We'll there? wait for the morning. Well, We're well, tired. Yeah. We'll wait. Okay. All right. So let's. Uh... Cut to the other two. Uh, so Grimhild and Nick, you were heading towards the tavern? Yeah. Okay. It's not really that far out of your way to reach. One moment. There we are. Uh, yeah, it's just a short trip down the street. You were given vague directions by the first person you asked. It's not too much difficulty before you reach the building. It's 
You can see from the outside this gray smoke issuing from the chimney of it. It seems warm, this large two-story wooden building, stone foundation, and a slightly sagging tile roof, upon which there are several ravens perched. There's a painted wooden sign hanging above the main entrance that depicts a blue waterfall. Give me just one moment, and there we are. So you approach the building. Um, it, you hear sounds of people talking, a few yells from inside. It seems a lot more lively than anywhere else you've been in Sensia so far. What do you do? Oh, no. Those, those oh, people no. inside, they, they don't know they're in Stensia. It's tragic. You, okay. Creepy happens. There's a slight creaking sound as the corner of Grimhild's mouth goes up. <laughs> like an unused it's very, It's very poorly used. <laughs> He's going to be sore in the morning from that one. Okay. No, no, actual someone creaking. Sound of someone throwing fine china on the floor. It's probably it's probably closer to a sneer than a smile. You're probably safe. Listen, he'll take what he can get. However, upon seeing the several ravens that have perched themselves along the top of the inn, Grimhild, you know the superstition from Sensia. You were raised your entire life with it. That ravens are actually carriers of good luck. Well, of However, course, to hurt one smart is smart and cool and rad. And it's all relative, they really, are. when you live in Stensia. However, to harm one is to bring direct bad luck upon you. Oh, God. Death shall visit you shortly. Don't put an albatross around her neck. Don't put an albatross around her neck. <laughs> the rhyme of, of the ancient soldier. Now, you know that people have killed ravens and haven't died immediately. However, people fully, many people fully believe this, and there at least seems to be some degree of credence comparatively. Yeah, and also, like, ravens help get rid of bodies before they become something terrible. Or at least make them weaker by removing their flesh. Yes. Unless they go all the way and make them skeletons, which actually makes them stronger. Oh no! They've revealed the skeleton within. <laughs> My true power! So, uh, do you yeah. head into the Well, end? I'll just... Okay, oh, yeah. You go. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was turning to motion to the ravens and just... Well, good omens abound. I don't know if he gets it or not. Whatever. This, this broad's pointed birds. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. This bird is talking about birds. All right, uh, you have control over your pogs also. So as you step towards the inn, uh, the door opens cleanly. Some, uh, and inside it is busy. Uh, also, do not mind the duplicates. It is because I didn't want to search for like 10 million different villager pogs. Uh, so the one that there's tons of, those aren't actually like weird blue zombie men, right? No, they're not. <laughs> oh god, uh, that's drow! Oh no! It's based on a picture from the book for a villager, and I just used it. Oh, that's I walk up to that dude uh, near the door and take his hat. Look at that fucking hat! <laughs> Hang on, it's a pretty good hat. Print ah, screen. We shall see this hat. And then one, I take it. One guy later, and then I take his mustache too. <laughs> triad by the damn bar. It's just someone. That's that's actually the the the. the the lead from Transistor, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, God damn it, I was about to say, I go up and sit at the bar and listen to the lady hum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's quite uh, busy. There is a variety of people, most of which seem to be a bit down on their luck, but enjoying in what they can of drinking food. The atmosphere is warm as well as the actual temperature. There's a roaring fireplace. There's a few trappings of, that you would see anywhere in Sensia. Furs scattered about, a head mounted on the wall of a stag. Um, but there are quite a few patrons, not all of which just seem simply 
making their way through their time. Though a few of those all are playing dice and having a bit of a hoot and holler about it. Two young kids keep running about through the procession, moving moving and meandering through the many patrons. While over to the side, you see a couple of men watch you as you enter. Uh, they both seem quite gruff, dressed in furs, definitely wolf from even a glance. They regard you coolly. The man directly in front of you, seated with a fine hat and brilliant red coat and a massive white mustache, just nods at you as, as you enter and pulls back up his reading glasses to continue looking at a pamphlet in his hands. The woman behind the counter nods to you and waves, I'll get to you as soon as you can. Uh, I just have a few things to do first. As she's continuing to pour a large cup of wine. Let's see here. Back at the house. I uh, don't regret my decision. And in fact, I think I'm going to go shake some dice. Have fun. She says fun like it's a dirty word. Have fun. <laughs> no. Um... Whatever. Which house? The witch house? Hmm? I'm trying. I'm not getting what he did at the house, and I don't know which house he means. Oh, yeah, I mean the witch house. What? The witch house? Is this the witch house? I feel like I'm forgetting something. It was a. No, he's, he, he's, it was called, he's, no he's calling the Inquisitor a witch. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <clears throat> uh, I suppose I'll procure rooms then. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, you know, if everything goes right, I'll probably end up sleeping on the floor down here anyway. But, uh,. Go ahead, you know. I guess technically he's sort of keeping track of all the money. He has all the money that they've been paid for various things. Oh, so, yeah. you know, take out whatever is seems reasonable and throw it over. I can't imagine it's much more than like a gold piece, a room, excessive even. <laughs> but yeah, then I will head up to the bar. Plonk. Oh, plonk. Oh, God. <laughs> How do I unsticky myself? I'll, I'll alt and click. I only left the grid on because of the fact that otherwise everyone's like pogs get fucking huge. Yes. And like I was trying to align the grid and it really wasn't working out. So as you get up to the bar, the woman behind it, uh, darker skin, black hair with a single white streak through it, carefully pinned up with feathers, wearing a bit of kind of garish purple and green, but not unsuiting to her. She slides the drink she has over down the bar and calls, Brom, deliver that to the man over there. One of the boys, scampering about, runs over to it and drags it to one of the men playing dice. She brushes her hands off on her apron and looks to you with a tired but genuine smile. Hello there, dear. How may I help you? Wine in two rooms. What sort of wine are you looking for? Very good wine? Or just wine to get you by? Shrugs. Something that won't kill me, I suppose. <laughs> well, I hope everything from here isn't that. Uh, just a pint? A pitcher? A pitcher. I have a very high con. Is, is it wine in bottles? Uh, not no, necessarily. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Things you learn. I mean, well, because in places where you drink a lot of wine, you don't... Wine isn't aged in bottles. Yeah. I it's know aged, aged in barrels. Masks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just that in like modern day that's mass marketed through bottles, but unless you just had a single sampling from the cast that you took elsewhere, it's often at a, like a bar or someplace like this, they would just take the cast directly. Things you learn. Wait, we need to transform that to a minor key in So it'll be a silver for the pint, she says as she uh I'm excuse me, pitcher. As she takes the pitcher and puts it under one of the casks and turns the uh, spigot. 
Then let's see. How many rooms? You said two? Yes. Right, so that'll be two sheep, uh, one moon, and if you'd like anything more to eat than just soup or bread, I could, that'd be a little bit more, but we're happy to give that to you. You stay. Uh, yeah, I'll just slide two silverts. The sheep or electrum. Oh, electrum. Right, yes. okay. So how much is that in actual money? Uh, one gold equals two electrum. So it was two electrum and a silver is what you were asked for. So you could give a gold and a silver. Okay. Uh, I can sheet and see if I have even a spot you, for Electrum. I do. You do know a lot of people around here tend to barter in Electrum rather than in gold, just because it's more common around here. They have mines for Electrum yeah. around here. I'm going to change my money a little bit. <clears throat> uh, right, so I'll just subtract two gold from myself. Yeah. Uh, if there's change or whatever, I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll just slide yeah. three Electrum and that should cover the meals as well. We can give you a decent portion for that, sure. Uh, please, take a seat, and I'll get Brom over here to show you up to your room whenever you're ready. Shouldn't be too long. All right, then. She sets the pitcher down on the counter right next to you. Well, please take your time. We're happy to have you at Blue Water Inn. Once again, gives you a very bright smile. Well, once again, bright as in warm rather than sharp. Yeah. It is... It is a genuine, but still a working person smile. In a safe place. She says, not at all believing it's safe. Around here, I don't believe there's much place safer. Even behind the walls. Did I notice any living wood nearby, or is there... It's, like, it's you... Stencia. Every house has a tree. Uh, tree not depicted on this map, okay. but there, there is a tree in this building. Okay, well, some of the, some of the smaller towns just... So this one's big enough to have one for yeah. pretty much most houses? Most houses that are not, like, cottages. Does the inn have one? Yes. Okay. Uh, once again, not depicted on map, because I am not a master of map editing skills. Yeah, you're not going to edit every single map in this entire module <laughs> to put trees in them. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind if I was any good at it, but I'm not. So, uh, so Nick, you head over to play some dice? Yeah. As you roll up... Uh, there's a few men off uh, over towards the middle table. Um, well, middle bottom, actually, not the middle, just middle. Uh, gathered together. They're throwing around some dice. It seems to be some variation of liar's dice to a degree. Uh, there's a few spins on it, it seems, but nothing too difficult for you to get a grasp of. They uh, side-eye you, but in the way that anyone in Stencia would. You having a seat? Yeah, I'll see why not. Right, starting bets through copper. I presume that's why you came over. To lose all your money. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, well, you know. Just stopping by, new in town, figured, hey, you know. Let's see, uh, see what the local color is. <laughs> Isn't that, boys? Aren't we colorful? They all burst out laughing, and a few of them pound the table briefly. The man directly behind them with a large beard and balding head, turns to them and gives them a deep glare. And they quiet down a bit. Still, your money's as good as any? Yeah, of course. Hey, yeah, he kind of lowers his voice. Hey, what's, what's that guy's problem? As he's, like, counting out his uh, coins. Sildar? Sildar is just a bit of a gruff fellow. He's like this with everyone. Don't worry about it. Half-blood Kessig, half-blood Stensian. The grimmest sides of both. That... That is... that is truly unfortunate. He does good work, though. Massive for Wolf Hunter. Along with Yev, right next to him. Are, 
Like all you guys, Wolf Hunters, the uh, the uh, you know place is decorated with them all over the place. <laughs> no, no, believe me. Like, <laughs> if there was enough competition to have the guards and those two, and sometimes Pollen, Pollen's much more of a traveler than anything. They tend to be able to deal with things far better than we could. Another one of them speaks up. Yeah, they have been on a bit of a crusade. It's burned by the Baroness and that Inquisitor. I mean, to be fair, there's good eating on a wolf, and don't have to be bothered by the fiend. He spits, followed by the rest of them spitting. Is, is that a familiar concept? Or... Uh, you heard at least... Uh, well, roll me a check, I think, is the remember one. Of course I don't. So yeah, you aren't sure what they're referring to. Um, it definitely seems a colloquialism, but you're not exactly sure. Anyway, I'm a farmer, he's a tanner. They're both farmers. Really, most people are farmers. They're general, standard, solid work around here. Not one of you with your fancy blades. Still, that gives you more coin to waste, doesn't it? It does. That's why you're welcome here. If you have nothing else uh, in particular for them, uh, they'll generally get to playing, and if you want to make a check to see how well you do. Sure. Um, it's Liar's Dice, it's a bluffing game? Uh, primarily bluffing, a bit of thinking, but primarily. So, that'd be, so it would uh, be charisma. Charisma. And, and I, since, I since am proficient you, with dice. I figured, so... <laughs> well, I don't know, if you're exceptionally lucky, that can also be helpful. Oh, it's definitely helpful, but over the course of many games, it's generally better to be good at the game than to be somewhat lucky. <laughs> or have been turned into the dice. For yeah, it, it depends on how the... Because there's like a hundred different ways to play Liar's Dice. Okay. Well, so... there's always cheating if you have to. <laughs> I think that'd be a dex roll at that point. It was, I think sleight of hand is still a thing in this. Oh, that's true. It is. Yep, you're right. All right, so an 18. Besides, you can't really cheat at Liar's Dice. It's just meta. Wait, wait, wait. Is it? Wait, uh, is that with your proficiency bonus also? Because uh, you're good at charisma and you've also got your proficiency bonus. Yeah, no, my charisma is 14. And my proficiency bonus is supposed to do. So that's four total. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize. Because I'm not, that, I'm not uh, technically lying or persuading. I'm using a tool, so I don't get to <laughs> no, use that, my that... expertise. Thing. That's correct. I just thought your charisma was high. Yeah, no. But I remember now that, yeah, it takes a while for it to get high. Um, yeah, so you play a few rounds, and they're not bad. You've seen worse players in the fall, yeah, especially people coming in there that don't really know what they're doing whatsoever. But you also know much better players in the fall, yeah. There are quite a few of them, people who hustle, people who figure out the games, people who make the games. And you... <laughs> You've already dealt with some people who are good enough at that. You have some dice of your own to prove that. And in this case, these men are no match for what you have already seen in Nefalia. But at the end of the night, you come up with quite a bit. Uh, they end up giving up by the end, but continue to enjoy your company. They pay for your drinks. Uh, but yeah, you come up three gold by the end of it. Which, considering you're playing for copper, is not a small amount. I was going to say, I probably just like, took the... Like, Took a day's wages off of each of them. Jesus. Yeah. Should probably find them a drink. Yeah, I'll dump. A, I'll dump a gold of that back. So I'll just add two to myself. I'll just revert to what I was before I uh, paid for the rooms. All right. Yeah. They uh, 
they're very happy for that, and it seems to have mitigated some of the little bit of mistemperment they may have otherwise had. A few of them are probably going to be too, too drunk to remember where the money went. Grimhild. As, uh, do you just continue sitting at the counter, or do you do anything in particular? Uh, I mean, I'll either place, see, yeah, exercise here, see, um, notice that a few of them look slightly more interesting than the rest of them. I mean, to be fair, that literally is true. They all seem to have either nicer clothes or actual weapons on them. Yeah, no, I figured that it makes sense. Uh, yeah, so you can notice the two over by Nick. They seem to be, um well-equipped and dressed in some pretty heavy wolf skin hide, I guess, uh, clothes. Most notably, the one near the door seems to have a patchwork cloak. Various colors, you can even see a few spines jutting out of it. Uh, next to him, you can see um, the man sitting at the middle table, very tall black hat held securely on his slightly rotund head, big bushy white mustache, and half-moon reading glasses that he is currently flipping over a small pamphlet with. He's dressed in quite finery, even for around here. A brilliant red, possibly velvet, but not strictly that. There's white gloves, a black tie, a few pieces of gold hanging off of him. Can I make out what he's reading at all? Uh, you can make a perception check. Yay! 21! Uh, it seems to be a few things of a bill of sales, primarily and uh, a few notes taken down on it. You can't actually make out the notes themselves, but you can tell the there are numbers approximating to objects and then prices listed next to them. He's muttering to himself about it, but otherwise seems relatively calm. Uh, however, with your check, you also notice that even though he definitely seems to be simply reading it, he is carefully watching you as well. His eyes occasionally drift up, not so much that would be conspicuous. He's not moving his head or even his expression, but he's kept an eye on you from time to time and also on Nick. This dude's some sort of salesman. Uh, they're the two young boys that keep running around. They have the same hair and skin and overall fashion style of the lady behind the counter, so you can pretty easily assure that she is their mother. Either that or quite an older sister, and something of the sort. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't always assume it's in voice it on other people. Their family. Yeah. Um, and then the woman next to you, she's quite the oddity for Stencia. And that's saying something as for the people you've traveled with. She is put together, tanned skin, which is already alone strange for here, unless it's a natural skin color, but it doesn't seem to be. She has carefully held together deep red hair. More red than orange. Closer to that of Irina, actually. She only has a fairly lighter skin tone than her, but still odd. But what's really stands out about her is that she is dressed in what would be considered finery for places in Athalia or Gavany. Not Gavany as a whole, but more Thraben. She's dressed in a long dress silk. Not as red as her hair, and it's marked with some brilliant lines of white go along the sides. She is swirling her glass of wine in her hand and openly watching you. Uh, well, let's see. My charisma is ten. So what's the lady like herself doing in a place like this? Do you ask her that? Yeah. Really, it's wherever it takes me, honestly, rather than anywhere else. 
here just happened to be away along the roads. I'm sorry, I should introduce myself. I'm Yulia. Grimhild. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise. She says uncertainly. <laughs> really, honestly, this entire place has been through a lot, it seems, though it's much better than some of the towns I passed to get here. I'm a bit surprised to see more travelers, I'll be honest. Though you seem like the type who could take care of yourself. I just have local business to attend to. Oh, much more than me, then. I will say the wine here is quite good. That is few things people uh, from out of the area come here for. <laughs> I would suppose. Still, there's a reason it's known for it whatsoever. She carefully crosses a leg as she turns to face you more directly. You plan to stay long? It's been awful so boring here so far. Perhaps a day. Rest. Uh, we'll likely need to resupply. That sort of thing. Well, wonderful. If I could, I don't know, have company that isn't quite so... Uh, I suppose they're all either dull or industrious, is the answer. Danica here, lovely lady, but she is constantly busy. Isn't that right, dear? She, uh, Danica looks over... Uh, her arms full of a couple plates and one bowl of soup. So, uh, yes, I I think I wasn't listening to everything. I'm sorry. Never you mind. Yes. Well, I'm afraid I'm quite dull in it. Uh, perhaps I have better stories, though. <laughs> that alone would be a pleasure. Sure, if uh, they're quite the stories for a refined palate. Tell by my attire, my business is not a, is not a pretty one. <laughs> Your business is one that isn't necessarily beautiful on its own. But there's a skill to it, and that excitement. That's what I'm missing, you see. Everything around here is so tame. Yes, it's full of death and dreary natures, and <laughs> it's not their fault, I am certain, but I could do with more adventure, even just through stories, you see. And believe me, it doesn't take the actions for there to be beauty in something. Just the right teller. Hmm. I don't trust this lady at all. Uh, in what? So, out of character, tell me. This is actually kind of important. Do you suspect her of being something in particular? Um, <clears throat> probably a werewolf. Okay. She's not pale enough to be a vampire. Vampires aren't necessarily pale to, when they show up to people. They have illusions to them. Okay, but I don't think. Okay, I'm just going to voice this for future because it's a bit awkward. Wait a second, wait, wait. Well, can I, I'm going to buy a nicer thing of wine for a silver? Like, upgrade what I'm drinking? Yep. I'm going to try to catch it in the coin while I'm passing it. But, like, sneaky-like. Eh? Yeah, sure, go for it. Uh, it's, not, it's not hard. Uh, Danica's happy to give you a nice pint of wine. Uh, and as you're doing that, uh, you're able to catch off the side of the moon and... You can get a good view of her. She, as you're doing it, you notice. Uh, are you trying? How stealthy are you trying to do it? Um, a little bit. Like I'm not good at stealth. I mean, you can roll so, me sleight of hand if you want to actually make a check for it. Yeah, like if she's definitely gonna notice if I don't roll, I'll roll. And I mean, she won't definitely, but it depend. Like that depends on if she was paying attention to you, which she seems yeah. like she is. Oh shit! I'm a fucking magician. I you've been mind freaked. I pull the silver out of her ear to pay for the <laughs> this, this is not the type of angel I'm used to working with. You catch her reflection in it, and she seems... Paying fine attention to you doesn't seem to notice that your eyes as they catch off the silver, but she seems exactly who she 
is, at least visually. Okay. So did you travel this way on your own, or...? Oh, yes. It's a short trip. I should be departing relatively soon. Whereabouts for? I'm not sure yet. Really. I'm in it for the excitement and the stories. Yeah, no, she's 100% a fucking... Because a normal person would be super dead. Like... She's not from Sensia. Okay, so I was, I was, I was phrasing the other question for just one thing that I'll keep in mind for the future. Uh, against a vampire, you can attempt to see through an illusion on a vampire even without a reflection. Okay, but yeah, it's just just look at silver reflections. But um, yeah, no, I didn't think that. But like, I, I assume she's either she could be a wizard, maybe I don't know. But like, you don't people who travel between towns for fun in Sensia don't exist. Or for for a very long, <laughs> at least. All right, but either way, uh, she is happy to share wine with you and enthralled by any stories you might tell. Yeah, I'll tell some. Um, I I doubt skillfully, but as I drink more, it'll probably get some slightly more animated. But I'm also not like I'm probably playing up how drunk I am just a little bit. Yeah, she has a because yeah, I'm guarded. As you go on, she has a scintillating laugh and is excited to hear your stories. She is an ideal audience. She seems very interested in everything, but not as if she's faking it, at least as far as you can tell. Eventually, the night gets late enough. Um, a few people start heading out. I'm not going to remove them right now. That would be yeah. a bit of effort. Um, as many people begin heading out, Danica um, uh, brushes herself off once again, nods to Brom, the one of the young boys, and he heads over to you. Ma'am, would you like to see your room now? Um. It's gotten quite late, hasn't it? Oh, yes. Oh. Well, I suppose, uh, I suppose I'll, that'll be it for tonight. I would love to see you again tomorrow, though. Your stories have been fascinating, and even just having someone to explore around the town would be much more interesting than what little wandering I have to do myself. Certainly. Uh, I wouldn't expect me to be of much use on, certainly, although I wouldn't, uh, on an expedition such as dress shopping. <laughs> Believe me, that won't be a problem. I'm going to motion for Nick to, like, talk to the guy with the top hat and mustache and see what his deal is. Unless Nick is like, I'm sorry, you, you cut it out at the end there? I'm trying to get Nick it, At this point mustachio. in the night, he probably would have headed to bed himself. Oh, okay. I mean, I was, I was planning on trying to do that earlier, but caught up in this <laughs> talking to this wizard werewolf person who even us. So she smiles brightly um, and heads up to her own room. Yeah. Then uh, is, is, how conscious is Nick at the moment? He's fine. Make constitution check. Okay. <laughs> just for fun. Like it's not a bad thing. I just want to see how good he is. Unless he was drinking in moderation which I'm doubting but. Actually that's not a bad idea. Oh joy. You're you're quite inebriated. <laughs> okay, I did pretty good on my constitution. Yeah, you, you're safe. pretty good. <laughs> uh, I, you have you're only enough drunk to know that you're starting to get drunk. Gotcha. Oh, get oh. bagpipes. Fuck. Uh, and the other one is for this gentleman. And I'll. I will hesitant by referring to me as such. I technically don't know if you're of high birth. Expect <laughs> not. Uh, no, no. Get you on the shoulder. What were you up to? Uh, just having a lovely conversation woman who... Are you saying this once you get on your own, or as the boy is leading you to your room? 
I mean, while the boy's leaving, I can just say this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, oh, ju I'm just making sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then once he leaves, it's like, I, uh, I suspect there's more to her than seems to be the case. I would not bother having this conversation with you, as it is unlikely you'll remember it. I... So I don't know if you've been to Nefalia, okay, but know how to handle our shit, okay? Uh, wait, so what, what's her, what do you think her deal is? I'm not certain, but it seems like she's been traveling alone. She says she hasn't come from very far, but she's almost certainly not from Stensia. Her clothes are certainly not traveling in clothes. Um, he, Nick at least saw her when... He came in yeah. like the, the her clothes are they familiar? They were they seemed fine. I mean you didn't put in depth intention to them, you were distracted by other means, but um yes, she seemed in good wear. Her body was wearing them as well. She's uh, was attractive, not necessarily the most beautiful woman you'd ever seen, but she definitely was dressed in finery. Uh, I was making sure that she wasn't a um uh gypsy analog people. Uh, no, not whatsoever. Bitter roots, I forget what their name is. Bitter hearts. Minerals, yeah. yeah, they're black hair, I believe. Super pale. All sorts okay. of uh, I think you might be um, overcomplicating this a little bit. The only people who I've ever liked were essentially monsters. <laughs> they just turned out that way. It was weird. Okay, I mean, I think that says a lot more about you than it says anything about her. I don't make friends easily in this line of work, and I find that those who attempt to friendly usually have ulterior motives. Well, uh, or at least those that are successful at it, you've tried a few times, but you're just... Listen, okay, we're working together. You can't, can't get like that, all right? Just saying you're friendly. What's wrong with that? It leaves you unguarded or as insincere? I guess. One of those things, at least. So what? What do you want to do about it? Her. I mean, not... not the there isn't a this, but no, um, her, but, uh, I'll try to sleep lightly. And if I hear anything, tear through a wall and start murdering villagers, I'll do something about that. Otherwise, perhaps when I explore the town tomorrow, uh, she will accompany me and I'll see if I can figure anything out. All right. All right. Uh, so I presume you, uh, head to your separate beds at that point. Uh, the actual space is not the largest, but you have separate beds and separate sides of a room. So, cut back to Conrad. Conrad. Yes? So what all have you explained to Sita? Everything? Um, everything as I know it. Including the prophecies? Yep. As you get to the end, uh, where she has interjected very little, she likes to hear everything from your perspective. She nods leans a bit further back into her chair for a moment. She carefully takes off her hat and sets it on a stand next to her. You never really saw her at relaxed times, which makes sense, because even now, she doesn't seem calm. She seems stoic, but not calm. So you spoke to the fiend directly, and you were prompted on what ways you may have to deal with him. Indeed. Hmm. That's a lot. I'll, I won't be dishonest. Let's see, though. What I know. One mentioned demons, was it? Devils? Um, if I recall, it was... Uh, it did mention a devil. Staunch ally of. Well, you'll meet her soon enough. Then. You tell. Lady Walker 
Wachter? Is Wachter. Yes. Fiona Wachter. She is a most distasteful woman. She makes no hides. She hides nothing about her allegiance, or at least theoretical one, to the fiend. And Maurer doesn't seem to have much of a mind for her himself. But she seems to fancy herself of something as his servant, his envoy. I'd like nothing more than to be done with her. But her ties to the community are large. Larger than mine. Larger than the Baroness. Who you should meet tomorrow. Still, she's not so powerful a woman that no one could stop her. I plan to deal with her sooner than later in the long run. Soon as she stepped up anything whatsoever, or once we got the town to pay any attention to what they need to be doing for themselves. Still, that's a place where I know to start. She... I hear whispers. Can't tell you if they're all accurate. I don't have the army here I would need to confirm if they were accurate. She may not be welcoming you. Open ties to the church. <laughs> of course not. Beyond that, I'll see what I can do. There is a man in town associated with a circus. Ah. Goes by the name of Rictavio. Rictavio? Rictavio. Flamboyant name. A flamboyant man, I assume. Most certain. Still, he keeps much to himself. Tells stories from time to time. Welcomes more. And he has a wagon, I assume? Yes. Keeps it parked out of the, uh, out by the warehouse. Uh, the couple's name escapes me for now. Still, they... What is it? Oh, it's out of the RSX. That's them. They keep track of a small shop. Gunther and Yelena. They have a shop. They're more expensive than back home. But times are hard. Still, they have rented out a space for him. And he's not staying in the wagon. He stays at the inn, where likely your friends have gone now. Does he leave anyone at the wagon? I don't watch the wagon. It doesn't seem guarded, if that's what you're asking. I feel like that would be conspicuous in its own right. Rather. However, what I'm looking for is in the wagon. Certainly. Do you think it would be unwise to make an attempt on it? I do have my tools. Act as you see fit. Do not create a fuss, is all I ask. I'll do my best. I have worked very hard to make things here not in utter darkness. Worst comes to worst, an Inquisitor always has sources. I can tell him anything. Well, I trust in you to do the right things you can, and if we can eliminate the feet, you know, everyone will be happier. I would not be after this prophecy if there were not one thing about it. Oh? It's falsifiable. The prophecy? Yes. You wish to prove that at least one part of it is true? We can tell if it's wrong long before we put our lives at risk against Mora. I've also heard tales of this... Madam Ava. I didn't know that she was against more, but that she is a blessing to us. Have you heard otherwise? That would she's be important with... to know. Not directly. She's with the Bitterhearts. She is a Bitterheart. From all I had known before is that they all served. To your otherwise is hopeful. I won't trust her, but it's enough to give us a potential advantage. That's the dream. I'm afraid I don't have too much else I can do for you. The prophecies you have are a bit odd. I can direct some men to figure out at least attempt to delve into what these mysteries might mean. No no locked up young men or mad dogs? Not that I know of, but Wonderful. I didn't I wasn't raised here. There may be others who know. I'll give you food, I'll give you equipment, and I will do my best to find any information I can. Very Is that well. enough for you, Conrad? More than enough. More than I could have ever expected. You're a good student, Conrad. <laughs> you're too kind. I hope you're as good an inquisitor as you were a Cathar. That's the dream, isn't it? We'll see. You get some rest. We'll have work in the morning. I don't know. There's still that wagon calling my name. 
get some rest after that, then. Oh, tell any guards you see near there that they're wanted over by the church. I heard some noises. I'm certain that they'll need the walk over there for a good ten minutes. (laughs) As I said, you're too kind. Just do good work for me, Conrad. Always. Stands up, brushes off, and makes to leave. Conrad. Yo, still me. She throws something to you. I attempt to catch it. It's it's not difficult. She didn't attempt to make it uh, a projectile. <laughs> Just grab this like Naruto ass throwing knife. I'm sorry, you're not playing a monk, so funk. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're dead! Wow. Um, it's a vial. It's carefully shaped into a pattern representing a wing. Inside, you can see a slightly cloudy water that you know to have been blessed. Only water. From Avison herself. Fine stuff. Have a plan for it? I'm investing. (laughs) We'll see if I can make some use out of it. See what you do. Wrap it up in a scarf. Put it in the pocket. Along with that other thing I think I scarfed a while back. Scarf, scarf, lion, oh! We'll have a few talks later. Yeah, the, the bottle of brandy, right? We'll have some talks later. Right. Now go before I get too tired of you. Oh, could not be ready to go faster then. And um, step out. All right. To the wagon. Uh, you getting anyone to assist you? Or heading out strictly by yourself? Um, I'll head to the tavern because I'm pretty sure that's where Nick is. Do we see him from the roof leaving? <laughs> Easily, if you're awake still. It took a while. <laughs> tromp, tromp, Are we tromp. awake? Up to you. Are you awake? I, I'm asking. Oh. I'm asking Grove. Are we awake, or did we? Uh, are we uh, point by now? Let's let's roll a dice. <laughs> roll him okay. down the roof. See if he catches himself. Uh, <laughs> uh, Even we're awake. Odd we're down. Da- odd we're asleep. Roll a d20. Even. We're awake. Sweet. <laughs> Conrad seeds two. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, if they see that, they'll come clambering down. Because yeah. Conrad's awake, we might as well tell him. Sure. About the weird person upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Also, he's doing dirt. People don't go out this late at night unless they're doing dirt. Or unless they're weird mountain people like us. Can I try and sneak up on him? Just because it's late at night and I don't want to wake people up. I'm, I'm fucking I'm go willing for to, it, whatever. I'm willing to roll a perception check. <laughs> do it, yeah. both of you. Do it. Is it against past perception? That's a D2. <laughs> are you actively paying attention? Wait, are you actively paying attention if people are around you or not right now? I presume you are. Yeah. So then, yeah, it's active. All right. 14 plus 3 is 17. 17! What does that mean? Do it again? Also. Flip a coin? Does, does the tie go to the runner? Uh, Tygo always goes to attackers, which would be the person perceiving in this case, I think. Would it? In the case of if you, if like, you are creating a DC to perceive you, he passed that DC uh, because he yes. is aggressing in that situation. I see now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the garbage store is closed, Nick. <laughs> yeah, can we run into Grimville? <laughs> Nick just like banging on the shopkeeper. Give me my big pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Did Nick suddenly because is is he a Shrek drunk? He's so drunk he shrunk. Yeah, I'll just sort of stop. Grove. Conrad. Oh, sorry. Hi, Conrad. Hello, you too. You're up late. Of course, there's work to be done. Need assistance? Perhaps. I'll need lookouts if nothing else. We saw something weird. 
What did you say? And she kind of points up back at the mansion. Uh, we were sitting on the roof, looking at the forest, because the forest people do. And I saw a weird person in the top window. You saw a person in a window? It, they glowed purple, and then they walked away. Glowed purple? Yes. Does that mean anything to me? Does that mean I... anything to me? No, yeah, no and no. Just like, I, I, I don't know people that glow, but I figured in your maybe. Roll me a roll me just a d twenty, uh, Conrad. Arcana? Just a straight d twenty. Ten. Conrad. Yeah, you don't know what this is. Is this the mansion I just came out of? Yeah. Yes. yes. They just. She's like. She kind of shrugs and is like, "We were just sitting there, and then." Saw a weird person come into the... I mean, weird. They, they were in the room. Not that weird. They walked up by. There was a flash of purple, kind of like magic. And then they scampered off. It was weird. I'll walk back in and see if I can catch Sita. <laughs> uh, she is... Uh, as you enter, the room to where you had previously been with her, the seating room, seems empty at the moment. The fire is still on, but smoldering at this point. Um, you could search for her, but you're not exactly sure where in the house she is at the moment. I'll just say out loud, uh, Inquisitive Endless. Are you calling for her, or like just saying like as a statement? I was just saying it loud enough that she was like in the next room or two she'd hear. Okay, um, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> and so he has plausible deniability, like, no, I called for you, and you weren't on my own. <laughs> uh, you, it, there's a delay, but then you see her step out of one of the adjacent rooms. I presume the door opening would have to have been you, either that or a very foolhardy assailant. Yes, I've come to uh, to wear on your goodwill. You're already doing that by entering again, without having taken the time to do what we discussed. I just wanted to tell you that uh, my allies noticed something odd in the top floors of this house. Odd as in? As in possibly magical. Purple auras of some sort. Uh, make me an insight check. How pissy did you just make her? Uh, insight's a wisdom check? Yep. Is that one of the ones I... Is that the one I don't have? I'm pretty certain that'd probably be the I one do you do have, because that. that's the one checking if people are lying, or, like, 16. how they're reacting to things. You can see her twitch her hand for just a moment. It's not even very long, but it's her sword hand. Purple, you say? Purple, indeed. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'll have to investigate immediately. Do you need help? You have something I have requested for you to do. It would be wise for you to do it now. Understood. I'll head out, continue the way I was going. She and then she herself. was taken over by a doppelganger. She can handle herself. If, if, honestly, if, if, uh, if she can't handle it, I probably can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. It's fine, because uh, 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 Faustus is in there. He can help. No. He can do the backup. He totally wasn't that purple flash. <laughs> he might have been that purple flash. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I kind of forgot Kevin was in the house also. Fuck! <laughs> he didn't say he was practicing magic. <laughs> he was making doll wigs. We saw, we saw a figure in the top window brushing doll hair. <laughs> <laughs> the most suspicious thing I've ever seen! <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> Alright, so you head back in the direction you were going? Zavern. To pick up our actual right. Beef. Faustus. Yeah. What were you doing in the time? It was a few hours. Like uh, Victor would Glowing not have had purple, you brushing his course. hair the entire time. 
<laughs> would not have had you brushing his hair the entire time. Black magic. I guess actually at some point, if he talks to someone, he'll ask if they're, you know, hunting books around. Oh, you easily could have asked the maid. She would have checked in on you at one point asking if you wanted food. Okay. Then yeah, he'll ask if there's a library or something. Uh, yes, it should be. It's not particularly large. There's a larger library in town, but the Baroness yes. has one. I don't think she'd mind if you're a guest of the Inquisitors. Thank you. Yeah, he'll head to the library then. Yeah, it's uh, around on the same floor you're on. Just You need to maneuver around the tree. Um, you enter, it's, it's a couple shelves. It's not massive, but it's bigger than anywhere else you've seen here so far. Uh, is there anything in particular looking for there? Uh, he's looking for books on vampires and ghoul callers. Oh, there are definitely books here on those. Especially on how to kill them. Yep, that's <laughs> there are those. Um, any particular information you're looking for in them? I guess to begin with, just the nature of their weaknesses or, you know, that's the first thing he's looking for. So, hey, Internet, let's give you the rundown of what a vampire's weak to, since you might not know. <laughs> um, Firstly, well, it's hard to tell. There's so many vampire myths. Oh, and these are very different. So first thing, uh, vampires are generally not as strong as vampires you might picture in other things, but they are quite powerful. Uh, however, we've gone over a few of their gifts already, so let's skip to their weaknesses. Firstly, if someone sees their reflection in silver, they show up as the human they used to be. This means that they do not look absurdly beautiful like their illusions present, or even the cool, beautiful of their vampiric form. They hate their reflection because their vein is fuck, so they will avoid looking in their reflection of silver at almost all times if they can help it. Uh, as well, this makes an easy way to tell a vampire is a vampire. Additionally, when the moon is out, they cannot cross water. Mainly moving water. They can move over regular water, but they don't like to. But over moving water, they are, find themselves completely incapable, repulsed by the silver and the moon's holy power, as far as scholars have been able to tell. They are harmed intensely by living wood, having a resilience against most blades and weapons beyond them, but living or magical wood, or magical weapons of any sort, but living wood alone will do full harm to them, scarring them deeply. They are also burnt by the holy power of Avicen herself, primarily through water she blesses through a similar principle as their inability to cross moving water. And finally, those of, with great resilience of mind can occasionally see directly through the illusion a vampire presents by focusing on them. They have no other major weaknesses. They can be killed by being shot, stabbed, destroyed in any other ways, but they are difficult to, as they are stronger than a man. And many learn magics as they age. They're not harmed by the sun, they can enter a building if they want to, though most buildings in Stencia have mirrors on the doorways, so they tend to avoid them. As for ghoul callers, there's much less information. Ghouls themselves, their weaknesses are clear. You chop them until they cannot move, and of what bits can still move, you then incinerate. And even those bits that can't still move if you have the time. The ghoul callers themselves are human. You must be careful, you must be cautious. They're powerful humans. They wield magics that can debilitate men, bring them to their knees. But they're not almighty. In fact, they're simpler than a vampire to kill if you can get past their hordes. All right. That sounds good. I know, uh, Jake, uh, normal fire doesn't affect them particularly, does it? It Aside from is painful. <laughs> yeah, it's painful and can occasionally cause, uh, 
helps staunch their ability to heal from wounds, but okay. it doesn't prevent it entirely. Unlike the holy magic of the angels. No, if it, it stops them from healing their wounds, though. That's my next stop. But after he's done the research first, that's the important thing. Please make me a perception check. Sure. This sounds fun. Oh, Victor, that scamp. Always making noises behind me. What'd you get? Uh, seven, nine total. Faustus Bent found dead with half a scissors in his back. <laughs> <laughs> no one came to his funeral. <laughs> you are deeply engrossed in your reading as you hear a soft <clears throat> from behind your back. A soft what? Someone clearing their throat. Oh, <clears> throat> uh, he'll turn to look at them. Uh, is the Inquisitor you saw from below. She's not wearing her hat now. She seems in that way calmer, but in her how she's holding herself, she seems just a touch on edge. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, are you having a good evening? An unfortunately average evening. I must request, uh, firstly, have you seen anything tonight? I, your name was Faustus, yes? Yes, I'm Faustus, but I haven't seen anything of note tonight. Should I have? I Not generally take an average night in Stensia to be the best possible outcome. <laughs> Our average nights are quite different. Have you yes, heard anything strange? Sudden sounds aren't natural. No. Well, then thank you. I would urge you to return to your room for the time being. If you mm. would please, if you would take any books with you, I'm certain I can negotiate with the Baroness in the time of them leaving their library. She rarely visits here anyway. Sure, thank you. She nods leaves the room. Um, at the time of her departure, however, you also notice that you, Victor is not in the room with you anymore. The first thing he's going to do is, uh, oh, well, let's see. How far does the link expand? Oh, it's quite a ways. It's like um, nearly a mile. Great. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, I wanted can, to hear. I can check the exact amount, but I'm the entire house is certainly within the realm. Great. Oh, yeah, let's see. With what? Actually, I think at the moment it might be within 100 feet can communicate telepathically. It might actually be that. I might be over-exaggerating. That's true, but let's check. I might have been thinking of one of the other things I had. Um, let's see. Okay, if it's within 100 feet of you, you can communicate telepathically, yes, for that link. However, it's motion. Oh, it doesn't have a limit on how far it can go. It only has the limit on being within 100 feet of you to telepathically communicate or cast touch spells for you. Oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah, first thing to do is figure out where he is. Um, yeah, it is without much difficulty that you can feel the magic linking your minds creep around the edges of your brain. He's definitely within the reach that you can have with him. He's definitely what? He's definitely within the 100-foot reach. Oh, okay. He hasn't left that. Victor, where are you? Upstairs. Have you been playing games? Not yet. But I found things that are interesting. What did you find? A cat. It's not uh, a normal cat. All right. How is it not a normal cat? Oh, actually, I guess I can try to use his eyes, or I guess depending on the nature of... Let's see. You can communicate with it telepathically. Additionally, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. Yep. So, yeah, yes. you can just snatch him now, or you can politely ask your preference. May I look? Yes, it's quite interesting. Yeah, look through his eyes. and So as you look through his eyes, you can sense all about you, not just where he stares. His sense is not actually given by real eyes. However, you can tell directly in front of him, 
He's in a crowded room. There are piles of things in various places. Extra pikes, more branches, some large decorative versions of Avison's collar. There's an old mirror in a corner covered in a sheet, but what Victor currently has his hand on is a cat, or would be more accurate to say the remains of a cat. It is definitely deceased and has gone through beginning stages of decomposition. But what's odd about it is the fact that despite its limbs falling apart and it looking mangy to death, it mews and looks to Victor. Oh my. He pats it on the flank again. How did you get where you are? I went up the stairs and then went through all of this and then gestures around to the many piles of things scattered about. We need to look for anything else suspicious there. We're going back to the room. but here someone is raising the dead, or at least the shells that held them. Should I come back? If you believe you're in danger of being discovered, then yes. He turns to look behind him, not that it changes your senses if you're continuing to share them. You can hear from his ears, very carefully, the sounds of quiet footsteps climbing the staircase. It'd be best if you called me back. Yes, go. Directly. You, as his creator and summoner, can simply banish him briefly and then reappear. Oh, okay. It's one of the things familiars can do. That's a very peculiar ability for a doll. (laughs) Yeah, weird, huh? (laughs) Wait. No, if you ever get tired of Victor doing things and get mad at him, you're always allowed to just go no and make him disappear for a bit. It doesn't cost anything to recast. It dismisses an action, reappears an action. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't quite sure if we were using that interpretation of it for Innistrad. I think it still works for Victor. (laughs) Okay. Then yeah, I suppose we'll call him back to... uh, the pocket dimension and then bring him back out to the dimension pocket you make a few motions with your hand like, first like, the first opening up a hole in something and kind of crawl like squeezing through and a real gross out yes yes the doll is a porte sorcerer you make a few motions with your hands the first one letting out a pale blue coloration you don't see anything from your end but you know that victor has disappeared and with another motion, and draw out a pale gray shape of him, and he lands directly next to you. A bit dazed, but so are most things when they appear out of the ether. I need to return to the room, or it will be considered suspicious. Can you go find Conrad? Yes, of course. Where did he go, though? I would like to know his direction before I attempt to find him. If he's not still in the building, I imagine he went to town somewhere. All right. Maybe to the inn where the others went. That would be a bit far to talk if he has left. Oh, good. Just going to chase that from my little fucking legs. Well, here, I'll write you a note and pin it to the front of his shirt. (laughs) Put a full (laughs) bill on his shirt, too. (laughs) He pats pats it once and stares at you briefly before nodding, and he toddles out the door. Go as fast as your tiny legs can take you. All right. Fastest fastest created several legends that would terrify the children of this village for decades to come. (laughs) Turns out Creepy Doll, the magic card, only exists because of colloquial belief. Creepy Doll is... Not actually a cursed doll, just something that people really believe in because of this one. All right. um, 
so, uh, Conrad Illyria Grove, you're stopping by the inn. Yeah. Yep. Um, give me one moment. Well, I, I don't suppose you need your pockets at the moment, Freud. I'll yeah. go find those. But, um, yeah, as you get to the inn, you see the mirror on the large set of doors and the same sign of the flowing blue water. And you see quite a few ravens perched along the edge. One of them calls at you, just a, ah. as you approach. I'll throw a small salute, Chromatum, or whatever the hell I was. Yeah, I'll throw a little nibble. I almost want to say you here, like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) Well, that was easy. Certainly. You can Uh, hear that coming from the second story. Oh, good, he's here. He is very loud. I'll sit here and talk with the bird. Wait a second, that's not a crow, it's just a duck. That plant painted itself black. I'll head in. Is there anyone really, really, uh, Flamboyant looking at this inn. Um, in fact, it's mostly down they for the night. Um, yeah. Oh no, me... the blue people. Oh no, the blue man group left. The child is the final boss. And all that's left is uh, this guy for this, the one of the lesser known dwarves from the Hobbit. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, so as you enter, um... Trejo at the table here. <laughs> God, damn... <laughs> what is wrong? With Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Yevgeny's the fight. <laughs> My favorite. Um, so as you approach, um, you can see inside, there's only a total of three people you can see. There's a man behind the counter who's currently uh, wiping it down and taking care of what wine there is, who's occasionally glancing over to the two men next to the door, um, both who seem taciturn, to say the least. They coldly watch your entry. And to make things actually easier, I, 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 I did actually go and get your pogs. <laughs> oh, hello, pogs. I'll go, go up and talk to the, to, to the tender. Hello, James. I'm pogs. Uh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Ah, uh, yes, my new character, pogs. <laughs> oh. Pogs, the 90s throwback. Have you met my friend Slammer? Oh, that's a deep cut. It's not that deep, it's just old. <laughs> yeah, as you uh, head up to the counter, um, man with a white streaked black beard, uh, dark skin, holds himself well. Kind of, gr- oh, it's a bit late to be coming in tonight. We have a room if you need one, but... That's all right, I'm looking for one of your uh, your patrons. Which patron might that be? Uh, one Nick Argenti, thin guy, two swords, probably got very, very drunk. Didn't see much of him myself, but sure, I could find... Uh, one moment. Danica! I, I know what room he's in. I could hear him from outside. Oh, well, then you solved most of the problem for me. Um, then he eyes you briefly, but then, like, notes the symbol of Inquisitor on you. And nods. Well, you go outside. There's a staircase just over to the side. I'll take you right up to the second story over by the guest rooms. He should be... Well, you heard him... Whatever that is. Wonderful. I appreciate it. Please be quiet. Some of them aren't quite as drunk as the others. Of course. I'll start heading up. What about Grove and Illyria? You just hang outside? Illyria will go inside. This sounds like a fun adventure. Grove is outside talking to the birds. What are you saying to the birds? Uh, actually, last up to 10 minutes. He's just going to like sit her and chatter with them, feed them for a little while. He might be wanting to do something with them later. 
He's just feeding them out of his they sack. Don't, they don't eat shit. out of your hand, but they will like catch things you throw. Yeah, I figured that much. As they swoop by and uh, small diving patterns, few and again. There's round 10, 12 of them. It's quite a few. Yeah, he'll he'll keep spreading it out and keep watching for just see which ones do the best tricks and if any of them look particularly uh, sharper than the others. He might start like hiding them under a bucket and see who who's the quickest to get it out. Stuff like that. Just randomly performing intelligence tests. You're running a crow circus, like a flea circus. <laughs> Listen, crows are smart. <laughs> so are ravens. They might right. be used. And Illyria, where are you going? In the main door or up where uh, Conrad's uh, she's, going? She's just following on Conrad's heels. Okay. Uh, yeah, Conrad, you get up to the door on the second story. It's, it's not very long to get there. I'll knock softly. But I almost want to say that the head of the crossbow bolt, like, of the door. You hear just a boom. Yeah. No, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think she's that tweet. Is that one of those fucking crows now they're on the inside? Motherfucking car. Why aren't you... How can you not be asleep? You drank so much. Anyway. Uh, because there's a dozen fucking crows and they won't shut the fuck up. Who the hell is it? Hello, Nick. Yeah, Grimhild will open the door. She has uh, one of her hands behind the door case. <laughs> oh, Conrad, what brings you? Something happened. One moment. And she gets her coat. Nothing's happened, but if you'd like to come along to help me, I'd be happy for your company. But I really came to uh, pick up Nick. Uh, really? I figured you'd be busy with your lady friend for a little longer. It's all taken care of. I need your talents, Nick. It's taken care of, eh? Oof. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you need, man. Why are you sleeping between the two beds, Nick? Oh, uh, because that's that's how we do it in Nephalia. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Uh, let me, let me get up. He's, he's like still fully clothed. <laughs> all right. That looks more comfortable than the forest floor. That's, I should know. Um, oh, God. Looks down, he's still got, like, his weapons, you know, dangling from his belt. Like, okay. Yeah, what do you, what do you need? There's a circus wagon in town. Okay. You're waking us to go see the circus. Oh, wait, prophecy. <laughs> Just stares flatly for a moment. It's hard to tell with this group. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, what do you... I mean, where's, um... Should we open your foot this? Like, where's, where's uh, Faustus? He's handling his own things back at the, uh, the mansion. Oh, and the, uh, he's got the dog with the stupid name. Grove and Illyria, they're outside. Okay. I'm, I'm right behind you, actually. Oh, dear. Illyria. Yes? You hear a strange, like, clattering noise behind you? It's very Clatter. slight. Clank. Like the sound of glass against wood? Like fucking Like the dolphin. sound of terrifying... Yes. <laughs> like the worst sound. You, yeah, that's what you, you hear, hear. You hear something silent hilling up behind you. She turns around and looks. <laughs> the doll's head is doing that... Uh, <laughs> Jacob's ladder. ladder. Yeah. yeah, yes. <laughs> We are we are being snuck up on by progressively smaller party members. As as you look behind yourself, you see at the top of the stairs, um, kind of slightly slumping back, is the small doll 
of Faustus's. It's uh, got some different hair now, uh, carefully brushed back, and a piece of paper pinned to it. She'll kind of kneel down so the doll can come to her and she'll grab the piece of paper. I am it doesn't move. I am increasingly skeptical that this doll is getting here via normal means. She'll kind of beckon it. The stairs are too big. Is that... It sits there, eyes open, staring that... at you. Is that hair? Yep. Why is, why is it... It didn't have hair last time, did it? It sure didn't. Where did... And she'll just stand up. She'll just quit kneeling and just walk over. Slowly, so it's not to spook the doll. Long night. It doesn't move. And then she'll kneel down and take the paper off it if it doesn't protest. continues to not move. You carefully unpin you carefully unpin the carefully layered parchment and yes, she'll pick up the stairs. doll. She will she will unpin the paper and pick up the doll. You see there's just a slight scrawl on the outside that says Conrad. It's for you, Conrad. And she'll just Oh walk good. Over. <laughs> oh good. She'll walk over to you and uh give you the note while kind of holding the doll. I'll look at the note. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good doll. What does the note say? Uh, the note says, uh, Dead cat found in tower, uh, mewling, inquisitor nervous, situation unknown, waiting in quarters to avoid suspicion. FP. I'll pull out a, pull out some charcoal. Just right back. Uh, boy, right back. Handling part two. We'll be back shortly. And I'll, uh, I'll repin it to the doll's vest. <laughs> sure. Illyria kind of cradles it for a minute, rocking it before she takes it back to the stairs and puts it down so that nobody's seeing it, so it can scamper off. Uh, don't encourage you. What the hell are you doing? Does everyone look away from it? Yes. Or you can close the door on it, I suppose. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> Illyria finds it intriguing. Illyria, you hear the slightest sound of, once again, the porcelain scrape against wood. <laughs> Can't hurt us. You don't know that. I mean, I Conrad, really you, Conrad, you still don't pick up the sound even as it leaves. <laughs> Great. So, okay. Yes. Um, so why are we... Is this the circus leaving tomorrow? No, but it's unattended. What was the... What, what's the prophecy? I, I should write this down. The prophecy is, uh, a man is not what he seems. He comes here in a carnival wagon. Therein lies what you seek. That's surprisingly direct for a prophecy. As long as you're reading out the prophecy, why don't you mention the associated bit with it, too? Uh, it is a symbol of hope. Okay, so... Is what we seek a symbol of hope, or is the carnival a Presumably... I hate vagaries. Well, presumably, what we need to accomplish the end of the prophecy is what's in there. Alright, I'll get my picks. Are you sober enough? Conrad? Yes, Nick. I'm fine. You don't seem fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. No. As a short rest? No. Really? Oh, short rest, you said. Never mind. Yes, short rest. I thought you said okay. I thought you were in short rest. No, you could have a short rest. Then I'm good to go. All of my stuff comes back after a short rest. Sick. Nick apparently does not need to sleep unless he is directly injured. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have one spell. That's enough. I yeah, have you haven't spells. rested. We're okay. Hey, I gotta head towards the the, the carnival wagon. Hey, it's been a um, did, did either of you guys 
see any way in. Uh, I swear I can buy some bagpipes. No, and neither will you. I. But what's the what's the problem? We brought you on here to be subtle. Listen, I don't know what bagpipes you've been hearing, but they are a they are a very subtle, delicate instrument. All right, it's an art. You're right. After about five minutes of listening, I could practically not hear it anymore. I've never heard bagpipes. They sound nice. They are. How do they sound nice? It's perhaps the most unappealing sounding instrument that's ever been made. Bagpipes. I don't know. It sounds like pipes made out of a bag. Yeah. Also, Conrad, <laughs> do you prefer a nose on the ground or an eye in the sky? Hello, Grove. Uh, eye, I suppose. Is, is that like a bird in the hand, two in the bush kind of question? Come along, Nick. The, the, the cool air will do you some good. Nick, these guys were just telling me all about your little escapades. What what little escapades? What? <laughs> the birds. <laughs> He's just going to motion no, to the birds. He thinks you're talking about He's like, wait, what do you mean those two were telling you about my escapades? <laughs> they weren't here. Oh, I was I was talking about the birds making, keeping you up. Uh, you can talk to them? <laughs> this one's smart. He was able to fetch it out of the well. Tell them I hate them. That's yeah. You weren't using a spell or anything, right, Travis? When he says talk, he's speaking a little bit more metaphorically. Like, I'm just making sure like that you literally meant that. Yeah, no, he's not actually talking to them. Okay, it's just, just double-checking, because that's something you theoretically could do, so it's, it's prudent of me to make sure. Not <laughs> yet. If you talk that's... to him again, tell him I'd like to give them a nice big hug for their beautiful singing at past midnight. I'd highly recommend you don't harm the ravens. If you're nice okay, to them, can you might... hear me now? Yes. yes. Fine, I won't kill any crows. Just want to know why there are so many. Crows are very smart, you know. They can recognize faces. Maybe they remember you from other places, coming to see the great Nick Caligari, or whatever your name was, I forgot it. Argento. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes beautiful cabinets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about getting on me for the deep cuts. <laughs> Motherfuckers dropping Portuguese horror on us. Ooh, that's a good horror. Good vintage. Some good horrors in there. <laughs> that's a good horror. <laughs> They're even known to collect things. Kiss his fingers like an Italian chef. <laughs> also, Caligari is uh, German. Oh, what? is it? It's not Italian? That does cabinet is Dr. Caligari. Huh. Or, or at least the, uh, the, the the movie was. But anyway. Well, Nick, at least I will I will impart your message, and uh, he'll be working out for us for the rest of the night, or at least oh. for a little while. Good. You'll owe him a drink, I think. I d- does it take wine? Is that a thing they do? It's a sign of respect. I, get me away from these crazy woods people. Uh, that was an above us. Okay. Can, can we um, can we go this uh, wagon thing now? That'd be great. Absolutely. Trust me, I have no interest in uh, delaying, especially after that, after that note I just got. All right. Yeah, I guess before we leave, then I'll try my last spell of the day. Uh, I think beast bond with the one of the ravens, whichever one, because it's a touch. I guess okay. one will get closest. And what does that do? Uh, establish a telepathic link with one beast you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you. Just reach uh, out, grab a raven. Does it have a limit based on their intelligence? 
Four or higher. Or higher? If the spell f- the f- spell fails, if the beast's intelligence yeah. is four or higher. Oh. Mm. Uh, you carefully reach out to it, working magic and some barely emanating green from your hand. It's only a touch at fingertips. And you brush against one of its wings. It eyes you calmly, but then just blinks several times. Mm, that's disconcerting. Uh, Conrad, we will just have to have a nose on the ground today. <laughs> Do you understand how smart ravens bird. are? <laughs> I figured he's done this before with birds. I mean, that's fair, but ravens are actually high enough. <laughs> are they really? Huh. Oh, ravens are too high, or...? I thought their whole thing was they could uh, they could mimic a language, but they didn't have particularly high int. They have. Uh, he died. Oh. What'd you say? They have what? They said they have four. Excuse me, but as of three point five edition, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, whatever, that's fine. I can talk to it. It's fine. <laughs> she doesn't miss. What did that guy just try to do to me? That was some creep shit. I will tell you, though, don't worry about that spell in most things, just uh, ravens are barely outside the realm. Ravens are real smart. They use tools. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Whatever. He'll just do the eye thing to the raven. <laughs> try it. I will now, then at least try roll animal handling, because it didn't work to make the raven <laughs> understand I will feed him if he helps me. <laughs> and look like an idiot when it probably fails. And can I weird just cast speak with animals? I mean, you can, yeah. I'll do No! <laughs> you see Grub struggling, you're just like, <sighs> Get to hear me talk like a raven. Quack. Ah! I knew so you were raven. a duck! God damn it. Alright, um, so what do you say? She's like, hi, how are you doing this lovely night? It's an intelligent creature. Fine. How um, are you? I'm very good. Um, we were wondering if you would be willing to do something for us. Of course we would... It would would find something to feed you with and offer anything you wanted. It turns its head carefully, like where it's looking with its eyes both back at the roof and over to you. What? 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 What do you want? What? What did we? I forget. What did we want the raven to do, Grove? Uh, just uh, alert us if anybody comes near the. Uh, yeah, anybody that comes near the uh, the circus wagon that isn't the group. Um, can you let us know if anyone besides all of us right here come to the cir- come towards the circus wagon? And she kind of pulls out some dried meat. How long? Long? Um, couple hours. Yeah, make it make it thirty. If it's thirty. Oh wait, he can't understand I plan, you. I plan to have this done in ten minutes. Eh, two hours. It's a safe bet. <laughs> long. That's long. And she pulls out more meat. Just gonna have this bird pecking half, at our windows. Half that. Half, half, half time. Mm, one hour. Okay, that should be fine. Yes. You're very pretty, by the way. <laughs> yes, thank you. I know. I know you know. Ravens are the best. And she gives her the meat. It carefully pecks at a piece and then kind of tosses it behind itself. A few of the other ravens flutter down and grab that piece. Would you like me to toss it back there for you? Yes. 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 She nods and tosses the meat over there. Do you have a name? No, no name. Okay. Thank you again. I'm a, I'm a bird. Oh, she's gonna reach in her bag and pull out a really pretty stone that she just has because she's weird like that. Do you want this as well? Yes. 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 And she sets it down. Very pretty. Pretty like me. Pretty. Very pretty like you. It carefully grasps yeah. it in its mouth and then flutters back. All right. She'll help us for about an hour. Conrad, the 
The weird woods lady is making bird noises again. Talking English now. I can hear it. She's very intelligent. She's going to let us know for about an hour. Two hours was too long in her opinion. Um, For an hour, though, if anybody besides us comes towards this wagon. An hour should be well more than what I need. Yes, but I figured it better to be cautious. I was a Cathar before I was an an, uh, Inquisitor, after all. Still caution. Should have just offered her the stone, not the meat. Ah, well. Oh, well. She just kind of shrugs and is like, I did a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, um, head off to the, to the, to to the, to the exit of the town to the wagon. All right. Uh, It takes a little bit of time finding it. It's relatively near the center of town. Um, One moment. All right. um, You meet a guard along the way who um, attempts to halt your progress. Sir, um, I'm afraid that things are a bit late at this point. You should probably be heading to whatever quarters you have at this point. Um, No, that's quite all right. I actually can inform you that... uh... That's, uh, what, what's her official title here? High Inquisitor Seat of Endless. Okay. High Inquisitor Seat of Endless said that there was something you need to check out over on that side of the, uh, the wall. Really? Indeed. He looks briefly nervous. Did she say what, sir? She just said that, uh, she had heard evidence of, uh, suspicious activities. Uh, right away, sir. Um, give me just a m- moment. I need to finish my round here so I can sign off, but yes. It won't Certainly. take long at all. Certainly. Grab all the policy you need. Yes, sir. I'll lean against the tree. Yeah, he uh, hustles off, and you see him gather a few other people from the nearby blocks, and they head off. All right. Everything is relatively quiet around now. Some of even the lamps are dying down. It's quite late. Sure. Seem that seem like we're out of prying eyes. Now that you're at the stockyard, um, you can see that as you arrived, it's got several locked sheds along its periphery. Okay. Lies adjacent to a very roomy warehouse. There's a wooden sign above the front gate, uh, which reads RSX Stockyard. Uh, right at the south end is where you arrive to, a lot next to the road. Uh, there's a sturdy carnival wagon. I couldn't give it the exact coloration on the uh, image in the map, but it's uh, got colorful paint in reds and greens, but it's beginning to peel and fade. There's faded lettering on the side that spells out the words, Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders! Uh, From giving it just a good look over, there's a heavy padlock on it. You can see next door there's a general store as well. It says RSX on the front of it. It's similar condition to the wagon, but uh, definitely not of the same coloration, definitely not at the same time. Bit small for a carnival wagon, don't you think? And kind of alone for it, right? Like, just not just want the one thing. There's a lot of traveling carnivals that are relatively small. A man isn't inviting people inside and rather bringing wonders out. Have you ever seen, like, uh, for example, Sweeney Todd, the barber man? Sure, the barber man. <laughs> yeah, that one, like, whatever his name, Purellis yeah, uh, or whatever. Sasha Barry Cohen. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Similar in concept, they unfold out and have a bit of a stage and then go back to the actual... Sure. This is... I mentioned this because it's not uncommon. Nick would definitely know that this isn't... That it's not uncommon to see things like this tra- passing through Nephalia. Okay. Oh, oh, it's this sort of thing. Okay. Don't buy anything he tries to sell you. Um, ideally, I that, he's, ideally that he's be an issue. Yeah. But I'm just saying... If he happens to be in there, happens to catch us, and happens to also want to sell us something 
that will, for example, fix a bald spot. It won't work. So I've heard. <laughs> Is this from personal experience? <laughs> what did I just say, wild man? I want to give Axe a fate point. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give him a drama die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's a mechanic for that. There's a mechanic for it. I just don't have the clout to give it to him. Oh, no, I have If you had one, you can take, give it to him. Take your inspiration. I think I do have one kicking around. All right. Okay, reaches into his bag, gets out, lockpick set. <sighs> just keep an eye out. Always. Yeah. So he'll head up. Uh,. I assume if it's like a fold out kind of thing that it's locked is in the, is like all along the side, like a you know, like a food truck. Yeah, kind of there's yeah, that's where you see the lock at the moment. Uh getting up closer to it. Um Yeah, it's it's in relatively well kept condition. Um you only see the one large lock along the side. Pop open the lock, the whole thing unfurls and starts playing um, a panharmonicon. Though uh as you approach it, are you stealthing up to it or are you just strolling? Um, there's no one around, but if there's no one around, then he'll just walk up to it. Yeah, we didn't get um, we didn't get crow info. The wagon lurches. <laughs> the side of it pushes, and it rocks, nearly tumbling over, but it settles back down with oh, a no. bit of a splintering noise and a few clangs. Um, People look back with this, like with an eyebrow raised. You hear it. <laughs> from inside. You see his eyes widen. Like, uh. Upon closer uh, inspection, arriving up at it, there is a very... Now that you're nearly up against it, uh, even though you have back, you see there is alongside one of the small staircases next to it a few marks of what looks like what might be dried blood. Nick, do you realize what you just given me? Uh, nightmares? Well, that's and probable cause. Oh. Okay, well, if we're just going just gonna to chop it off, then I'm not going to bother. No, 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 to, no, by all means. I, I mean, you know. After you, Miss Agenti. Takes the picks back out. <laughs> Work your magic. That's what the guy in the other uh, carnival cart said. All right, let's get to work. Make me an investigation check at disadvantage. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> He's drunk. What do you expect? My father with disadvantage. It's Nick. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, God. Told you. Wow. Spiciest bird. So <laughs> that, is a, that, that is a five. <laughs> um, it would have been a 13. <laughs> You but it's a five. A, you stumble a bit against some of the cracked gravel leading up to it. Um, your head ends up right next to the lock, and you're able to set to work relatively easily. It's not a crit fail. Uh, roll me them, thieves. It's probably dex plus proficiency. Well, actually, one moment before you do. Um, okay, never mind. Keep going. Make the roll. What does inspiration do? No, because oh, it's going guess... bust out and kill me anyway. Forget it. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I feel like you've done this enough times while drunk. I'm not going to penalize you on picking locks. It's still a 10. You're going to penalize me for <laughs> give me disadvantage on this and see if I can get worse? Like, oh, no. I didn't see what the roll was. I was just thinking about... It's a 10. <laughs> All right. 
Um, you hear a few clickings and some scrapings, and the lock is not working as to your how you want it to be. Um, but then you hear another mechanical click that isn't normal from the lock. Oh, no. And then you hear it, and you feel a small prick against the side of your palm. Poor oh, no. poisoned Nick. Uh, so first take one piercing. Not the first time he got drunk and that happened. <laughs> and then uh oh, oh, oh. and then Nick, Nick is well, well acquainted damage. with a poison prick. So one prick one piercing damage <laughs> and fifteen poison damage. Jesus. And uh make a con check. <laughs> Wait, that was before the that's, con check. <laughs> that's the insult to add to the injury. It's 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 okay. This is not me adding this, this is literally the in the book trap. <laughs> Gotta love constitution-based trap detection. Well, I mean, there was a different check to find it. Con check, you say. Yep, yep. Con save, but I don't think you have that as a... Does he get a bonus for already being full of toxins? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is it like a a warm blanket of booze helps him not get hit? I don't know... I don't have a total grasp of anatomy, but I don't think that's how the liver works. <laughs> no, what, what no. Say, what According saying, to this role, I am just filled to bursting with toxins <laughs> already. <laughs> what, saying, Kevin, what can this table do to Nick if not already done himself? <laughs> a lot. Alcohol is toxic, but it's not, like, toxic toxic. All right. <laughs> There's not enough room in my liver for both these toxins, and the alcohol apparently wins. Uh... You withdraw your hand immediately, and you can feel it surging through your body and giving you that brief moment of pain, but you shake your head and tense your muscles, and you begin to feel at least the effects fading, even if the damage is not. So maybe the one would have gone doesn't seem to have come undone. Well, Probably. at the moment, Illyria also <laughs> I'm Yeah, because I'm at six right now. Um... um... Uh, do you need me to cure your wounds? You're going to see him like pull his hand back. He shakes it like, you know, it got stung by a bee or something like that. He's like, ah, Nick, son of... How, what, Nick. Like, are you below half health? Yes. Nick, yeah, like, right? you nearly go double from that. It's Oh, Nick. wait, no, that can't be right. I lied. Um, Nick, c- come here. You don't get 24 okay. hit points. You get 13 hit points. Okay. Uh... She kind of walks over and, and kind of puts her hands by your head. It glows green a moment, and you have 13 more in life. But yeah, she brushes her hand over you. You can feel the at least the spot where the needle had penetrated heal up on your hand, quickly scab over and become normal skin again. And you can feel your veins begin to soothe their pain. Uh, so... It's trapped. Luckily, you have a, uh, knowledgeable, uh, brave, uh... I stick a crowbar in it and prop it open. <laughs> oh, it's good. What are you going to do, Conrad? You know what? If it's got a crowbar, it's fine. Roll me a strength check at advantage. Wait, doesn't this mean the trap's disarmed if it's a Nick? Maybe? Uh, can I roll as athletics? Would that be appropriate? Uh, is that the correct one? One sec, let me check. I haven't... Yeah, this actually used to be a skill in D and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check that. Make the roll anyway, because at most, you know, that's just adding your proficiency. So, um, but I'll go check that. Give me just one it, moment. Was it like bend bar, lift gates, or whatever? It almost doesn't matter because with advantage, it was a nat twenty. So it's like a oh, yeah, I'll go check it out sooner or later. But uh, yeah, if no one does anything to stop you, you just 
set the crowbar against the side and put your weight into it. No, no Nick, Nick, Nick's done trying, trying finesse for tonight. Finesse got him, uh... Yeah. No, this is fairly practical. I'm good. With a few wrenching and splintering noises, you see some of the bolts along the side, including where it had been padlocked together, come off. Uh, the door falls flat to the ground. Um, inside, you can see what appears to be a carnival wagon of some sort. There are some colorful things inside. Um, streamers, a few costumes, but more. But they all seem incredibly damaged and torn. As amongst them, filling up the majority of this wagon. There is a large armored beast filling up nearly the entire cavity inside. It snorts and once again rears against the side, knocking the carnival wagon a bit askew as it turns to look out at the doorway where you had just wrenched the door free. Uh, I close. Uh, everyone can roll initiative. <laughs> Great. Now we're going to find a magical animated wagon. Let's see. So that you were right here. Um, Nick was pretty close by, I'm pretty sure. He had backed up, but... So, did wrote this module, did they, like, have just seen Brotherhood of the Wolf? Oh, I need to watch that I film I don't again. know what it's that is. So so. It's, a it's an incredibly pretty film. That presumably involves some form of wagon monster. It's about Please. the Beast of, Ge- Beast of Gehenna? Correct? Not Ge- it wasn't Gehenna, it was some American town, um. I think. I think it was American. All right, uh, what did people get? Let's see. Grove got 23. I got 10. I got 12. Oh, yeah, one sec. <clears throat> I, what can I say? I roll a plus zero. Uh, nice. I roll, I roll like an axe does. Seven's not that bad. I've been rolling and you still really beat me. well tonight. I beat you because I used two of my stats for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a plus zero. What's your point? Uh, let's see. Okay, so thirteen. Um, oh, why did that go all lopsided? Uh, oh, that's why. Um, okay, so then let's see. Illyria had twelve. Twelve. I thought the dog went when you did. It does uh, the the updated one gives the dog its own? Doesn't edition. it still? I think it still acts on your turn, doesn't it? You can choose. So it's oh, up to okay. you. I think it's more convenient just for expediency's sake if it acts during your turn still. Sure. Um, now let's see, is that everyone? Let's see, that's... No, uh, I am missing Grimhild. You got 20? Yes. Yep. I have a health bar. Alright, perfect. Alright, so did you close the door back? This is important first, did you do that? Uh, I mean, that'd be funny. I don't know if it's actually appropriate. Is it going to charge you or you through the door? (laughs) I'm just asking if you did it, it's important to know. Uh, yes. Okay. And then could I have stepped to the side? Sure, I'll give you that also, since you had the most immediate okay. reaction and it took a moment to throw itself against the other wall. Like here? You know what I it's mean? It's, the way it's set up, it's tough, but basically, honestly, like, if it runs out of the door directly, it won't run into me. Oh, sure, I, I'll give you that. Swing at it, yeah. Like right here? Mm-hmm. Because it'll barrel out that way. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it's not good. Anyway, okay, so, Grove, uh, you just heard a beast bellow and saw a door slam shut onto this carnival wagon. And Grimhild step aside. What do you do? Uh, he'll just like look at Conrad and sigh, and then take two steps back, pull out the bow, just like ready in action for when the door opens. Okay, so uh, hold your action to shoot when the door opens. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. And then the dog and will what just about go up. Dog? 
uh, go up to Illyria and hold action for if anything comes near her, because she's still hurt. Okay. Uh, all right. Grimhild. Yeah, hold action to, once it exits, uh, take a swing at it with my S-word. Um, okay, so hold action for when the door opens, you're doing that. Gotcha. All right. The door explodes violently outwards <laughs> as trails pouring from its nostrils of moisture. The beast charges through the side of the... Uh, make your attack, Grimhild, as it soars right by you and your sword immediately comes down across it. Does a 24 hit? Yeah, that'll hit. I still wish there was a macro for rolling damage. Uh, 13 damage. All right, your sword rakes across the side of it. You can feel it go across the bumps in the armor before you push harder, and you feel it cut through a strap and dig into some flesh beneath. The beast doesn't really seem to mind you doing this yet, as it doesn't seem to have gotten a good grasp of your position and charges straight at the person in its line. Uh, let's see, so... I get to attack, too. Oh, yes, you do. You, you're at range. Yes, go. Roll yours. 23. That will also hit. Oh, no. I know how the programs, I promise. <laughs> You're falling apart. 10 damage. Is it 10? Yeah, D8 plus 5. If 5 plus 5 is 10. Yeah. yeah, Jesus, at this point, you're so strong right now. Why are you really? so strong? 10? From range at will? Like, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> this is basic attack from range. And I didn't get the advantage. And, like, he can't would. miss is the other thing. Like, it's really hard for him to miss. Also, I didn't get advantage because it attacked or it, it's doing an action. I should get advantage yeah. on first action. All right. Um, you let loose an arrow as you see it pour out, and the arrow, once again, you carefully aim at it and weave it between some of the plates of the armor, hitting it into a fleshy part near its neck. It bellows once again, moisture roaring straight into Nick's face as it charges him down. Uh, will a 18 hit? Yeah. I'm sorry for stepping to the side. <laughs> Ole. Hey, just just be be thankful that uh that that, that Susan's character came up and he'll be immediately after that poison thing. Because otherwise this thing would probably just murder me. That is twelve damage. That is close. Uh, twelve piercing. Um let's see here. That's pretty much almost all of the healing I did. Yeah, I'm at seven. It's cool though. Now kill it with your swords, Nicholas. As it moves forward, it raises its head with a large lurching motion. Its large tusks pulling up from the ground and getting right into your stomach. You can feel the blood begin to well up and you cough. A few more specks of blood coming out of your mouth. So it lowers its head and you fall off the side. It snorts deeply. <laughs> Nick. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know tries to get his composure back uh, after being gored or bitten like i'm sorry it's hard to tell from that des- description like gored tusks okay it lurched up from the ground tusky. so this is the kind of pig i'm taking it yeah seems to be maybe it's a were pig oh, oh god a right there pig I does mean... that mean does that mean it's part of an oink pack because <laughs> that'd be oh, fucking dang. awesome <laughs> howl of a squeal pack <laughs> uh, yep, so he's gonna try to get all up under them plates. <laughs> Cut up on that crowlin hog. <laughs> uh, oh, about as expected. Let's, uh, let's try number two here. Uh, okay. 
sorry. Wow. It's okay. It's it's not. You don't need to say that. It's fine. I'm. It stops being funny after a bit and just becomes really sad. You jab towards it. Uh, your rapier catches directly against its head's uh, its head plate, and it shifts its head, shaking it wildly. Like, <laughs> your rapier scatters aside, and you whip across your short sword, but that does little else other than catch briefly on its tusk, which makes it stare deeply at you once again and snort directly into your face. It, you know, wipes wipes the crap off of his face. Like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you know how to use lockpicks, too. I saw you. <laughs> Why the hell? I forget. <laughs> You're right, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Illyria. I was going to say gonna... before you went up with the crowbar. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How can you use inspiration? Uh, inspiration is on a roll before you know if the roll succeeded or failed, you can add your inspiration to it. Which is, you roll another d6 and just add it to your roll. Oh, I would have done it. it I thought you could spend it to get advantage. No. Alright, so it wouldn't wouldn't help me. Mm, Probably wouldn't help me. (laughs) Alright, that's fun. It's better than advantage when you already have advantage. Beyond that, like, yeah, no, you just can't do that. It's not part of the rule. Um, I'm gonna cast Bark Skin on myself, which gives me an AC of 16. And I'm gonna move on. Can I grab Nick and kind of drag him back with me towards Grove? Uh, well, well, firstly, Nick, I will ask, out of politeness more than anything else, uh, since you attacked it, it doesn't get disengaging attacks on you, right? You have that thing. Uh oh, God! It might. I might have to hit it. I don't uh, think you do. If you no, if you melee attack creature, it can't AO me. So yeah, yeah. that I phrase this more out of kindness than anything else. I know, I know that's how it mechanically works, but... but. Like, like I, if if I moved away, I am even more useless than I am now. So I Well, you can move back. Way. That just makes you outside of its melee range. It's, it's fine. I'll stay right where I am. All right. gotta get off of me. Shove her off of him. <laughs> so, uh, Max? Fine. Yeah. Uh, it's all right if you're using some sort of, like, um, extra rule thing, but rules as written, inspiration is advantage. Is it advantage? That's different than I guess it's different than bardic inspiration. I must be mixing but, up the two. But you have to do it beforehand, right? Um, then that was just entirely my bad. Good thing it's the first time it's come up. Uh, I think it says expend it when you make the roll, so I imagine you have to use it just before. Yeah, that would still be the case then. Okay. Illyria is gonna move back here. Thank you for informing me about that, though. I'm happy to work it that way. So I roll double misses next turn. Maybe I'll roll it one with advantage. D&D has always been a pile of rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to bardic inspiration also, which is so different. Yeah. Super fair. Okay, so what what's happening, Illyria? I cast Bark Skin, which gives me an AC of 16 instead of 13. Okay, as I knew if, that. As, as my action, and then I'm going to move back here near Grove. All right. You place your hands on yourself, and there is a creaking of wood with a... As your skin begins to take on a slightly brown quality, and small rough spots appear on it as you coat over. Um, You step back, and the beast lifts its head at you this time. Of course it does. Disengaging attacks. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, that's a nat 20. Ooh, wait, wait. Did you step back uh, between the dog and me? Maybe. I mean, so I just kind of back towards Grove. I think yeah. Attack, I just kind of moved back in here, like before she's in the square. I mean, even if she moved up and then around the dog. 
That would work if you did up and then right. Yeah, that's probably in our movement. Yeah, do that. So yeah, go all out, out this time. But yeah, way. just keep track of these things in future. This is the only time all out. Like, like I don't get why why that's different. Because uh, then you're then, next to Conrad. Yeah, you move Conrad. next to me, and I can use my oh, uh, protection. I oh, I see. Well, when does the disadvantage on this thing? Wonder when the actual attack triggers because I don't know if it triggers after you step. Well, remember that as long as they're still within melee range of it, it doesn't get it. Oh, steps direct yeah. directly up and then right, not diagonal right up. She does fence if it were. Alright, so that is an 18, which will still hit. <laughs> However, it's not critical. <laughs> I call this one a success. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried to raise my AC to make me less wimpy. Huh. Didn't hey, you know what it wasn't? It wasn't a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is just unfair. This pig gets disadvantaged. He rolls an eighteen. <laughs> it rolled well. That's a ten total. Uh, oh, down to five. Is Barkskin a concentration spell? Yes. I, okay. Uh, make me a con check. Okay. Nope. Unfortunately, that will fail. As you feel its tusk dig into your side, and unfortunately, immediately, your skin begins returning to its natural pinkish color. Alright, so, you worm away. That was 10 feet, you have another 20. I'm just hiding by Grove. I mean, or, I, I wanted to get back here. You want to get behind him or in front of him? Or side of him. Of like okay. here, the 25 yeah. would be fine. That's fine. Alright. Conrad. Alright. My turn is just chock full of actions this turn. It's time to protect everybody. Right. I'm going to uh, move up to him, pulling out my axe. You can do that during a move action, right? Yeah. And or rather during to... like your following attack or spell actions or what have you. It's just part of yeah. it. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Compelled Duel. <laughs> okay. It's time to duel. Have him make a wisdom saving throw against 14. The funny thing is, right, it failed, but only because it's not smart. <laughs> it got a 16, but <laughs> it doesn't have enough wisdom. What's its minus? <laughs> Three. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So it has disadvantage on attack rolls against everyone other than me, and it has to make a wisdom. Uh, 14. You bring your axe down, and it clatters across the side of its armor. It digs briefly into the ground, not very hard. You yank it back out pretty easily. But the beast, once again... <sighs> come, beast. But, yeah, that's me. Yeah, okay, so you, duel you, is a verbal spell, so that's you don't even do cool movements with it. You want us to not hurt this? Take a breather. Hard to do with a punctured lung. Don't give Bro, me a shot. Back to you. I was yeah. told to take a breather. He'll pull yeah, out the can... axe and just kind of like... Uh, huh. <laughs> Anything you guys can do to prepare or something? I am prepared to just cheat. Uh, there's no aim. There's no... Yeah, I'm not really sure what. I, I could, like... I could aid another somebody. I forget what this system calls it. I have to go look that up. Uh, yeah, I forget what they call it, but yeah, you can help out someone. Just, like, be a distraction to help people get advantage on things. Yeah, I think the best thing to do for me, though, is to try to get to Woofy to knock it down on the ground, because then everybody gets that would That would still be an attack, though. Yep. All right. I guess, I'm yeah, a, no, I guess, I, like... It, I'm hoping to soak, like, one attack off the thing. Yeah, no, like, I'll just... Oh, uh, the Wolf will move. I, I, just, I just mentioned but, but that because, problem, yeah, it will end the spell. The problem, <laughs> though, is that you're 
soaking an attack, but you're also like that means none of us are doing anything for a turn, so it kind of just evens out. Like it just makes the intervening turn disappear, basically. Um, I'm only getting rid of the two actions before it. I mean, that's fine. The wolf will move. I'll check up. Uh, how how bad is Illyria? I'm at five. Not great. Uh, five. How bad is Nick? Is it seven? Uh, seven, yeah. You could tell your wolf only to strike when someone else does also. Yeah, I'll, oh right, I can do that. That's that's what I forgot to do. Yeah, I'll uh, make sure everyone's kind of safe, and then the wolf and uh, Grove will hold action till it attacks. Uh, can I hold action till it attacks, Conrad? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do that. So both of us will just hold action until it attacks Conrad. Yes, held action shall be our means of victory. All right, Grimhild. I guess I will also step up, then hold my axe, and yeah, just swing after it attacks Conrad. I'll do right. two hand. I'll, I'll my. I'll do just all two handed this time, since I don't get an extra attack. Come at me, Pigo. The beast rears up, trying to lift itself above you, which it does with ease, towering on its back legs nearly twelve feet into the air, as it then forces all its weight down, trying to drive it upon you. That's a 15 to hit. That is not enough. It comes crashing down as you maneuver to the side and what little bit of it might have caught upon you, you deflect easily away with your shield, sidestepping it just enough as it rumbles against the ground, splayed out briefly as it stands up. Oh man, he went full Bloodborne on me. <laughs> uh, now you gotta wheel around to the back and stab it in the ass. For those no, three I'm behind of you attacks, I'll just take care of it. <laughs> Call me a piggy pie. Just get right in there. <laughs> get in there, take a swim. Yeah, Grove got a 27 and Pupper got a 12. <laughs> a plus. Oh, the 27 hits. All right. Does an 18 hit? It does. Another seven damage. Nine, nine damage. damage. Good damage. Oh, wait, shit. No, too late. Never mind. Hmm? It occurred to me that there's not on my turn because it's after making an attack roll, but that's I, I, didn't, I need to call it after I hit, so... Alright, so, as it crashes down and begins to stand back up, taking advantage of it being knocked down, Grimhild and you immediately drive into it, Grimhild bringing its sword once again under some straps, cutting into its flesh, now across the side of its flank. You attempts to barrel into it, attempting to find a place to find purchase with his teeth. It scrapes against many pieces of metal and begins gnawing at one of the pieces of leather, but it doesn't really seem to do much at the moment. But that amount of weight is enough to shift some plates of metal so that Grove, you're able to carefully aim through and fire another arrow that scrapes along the side of its bristly hide. It's bleeding profusely, but is more furious than anything still. Is it... <laughs> Lyria. I'm gonna see. I'm wait gonna hold that action until I... Oh, wait. Did I already step past it? You no, that's Nick. Sorry. Nick yeah. time. Apologies, my order thing got, went one too far. When Give I clicked the button, attack. Nick, what you doing? All right. Um, I, be like, I just, damn it, Connor, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, spend inspiration. Try to stab this fucking thing in the eye with his rapier. All right. Is this to where Nick does like forty damage just because he's tired and cranky? Uh, it's. Oh, yeah! Yeah! That's um, some, that's both hit. 
No, that's that's um. Oh, with advantage. So yeah, it hits. Yeah, and then uh, this is short sword. Hey, this is short sword, not rapier. No, 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 I'm saying the first two were rapier. Yeah. The last. Oh, okay. Rapier, rapier, short sword. So that is one d. Those all hit. Plus three d six. Plus Ugh. four. Ugh. Uh-huh. It, it almost doesn't matter that you don't hit that often. That's pretty good. It's like if Nick hits, it's dead. But what, that's that's those are pretty good rolls. That's a decent roll. Nineteen is solid. It's a lot of damage. And for the second one. No, the the d six was part of the. 3d6. Like, my sneak attack is 2d6. Oh, I see, uh, I see, I see. It's all cranked in. It's all cranked in, yeah, because I don't get stat for the... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. If it has armor, then technically my short sword did one damage. Because uh, I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it has DR. If it has, if it has like, some kind of no, damage... DR reduction. isn't really much of a thing in this system. I have okay. it. Yeah, well, you're weird. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Look, don't... don't... You know that your stat thing is strange with that. <laughs> um, all right. You see it uh, as it falls heavy. You also, in your tired fury, drive your rapier, despite clutching at your side, straight under its belly between some of the straps. And as you pry down to create a bigger gash, you sweep your other sword through, carving another laceration that begins oozing blood. You pull them back out with a small X-shaped cut along its side that continues to gush blood. And Illyria. I'm going to hold my action until I, I don't know, until it decides to come at me, which shouldn't happen. I don't recommend, well, if you don't have anything you can do at range, maybe. I mean, I can whack it with my thorn whip. That's something. I want to make sure it's... If it comes even one step towards you, Grimhild's got an attack on it. Okay, there's nothing about how long the thorn whip is. Yeah, sure, I'll cast no, there, thorn. There is a thing for its range. Is it? Like, I didn't write it down then. Is all. It's a spell called thorn whip? Yes. Q-R-S comes into T. Thorn whip, 30 foot range. Oh yeah, you're within range of that. Okay, good. Impressive. <laughs> like, literally exactly within range of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is, that is pretty damn far. <laughs> oh, I did, I did write it Run down, never mind. I can't read my own coding in here. Um, da da da, melee spell attack. I say whip it. Whip, whip it good. good. I've been into shape. That it's a spell, since it's a spell attack, I use my spell. Use your spell attack modifier, yes. Okay, cool. D- D20 plus attack. your spell attack modifier. At 14! Ah, uh, you whip outwards, ex- flipping your hand forward, and the long trailing piece of green thorny vine trails out and comes down in an arc that slaps across the side of the boar. But it just clatters off its armor and falls aside to the ground before disintegrating into trailing motes of green. Actually, now that I look at it, that might have been for the best. Why? Is this guy large? Yes. I, it's it, a May ability. It's a May ability. I'm not that bad at magic card. I don't have to pull this thing near me. Not as yep. written, it isn't. <laughs> if the attack hits and the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature oh, up to 10 feet. Zero is up to 10. Yeah, up wait, to. Wait, That's why it's May. If she pulled it five feet, then wouldn't we all get opportunity attacks on it? They changed how that works. Pulse don't trigger opportunities. Because people just abuse that all the time, apparently. Well, no, that that rule was in place for four as well. And I think they fixed it in five even. Yeah, I think three five might have had that. Uh, All right. Either way, I didn't hit, so I didn't get to, like, wrap it up and pull it towards Conrad. All right. Nothing to it but to uh, try and kick its ass, huh? (laughs) 
I'm out of spells. Well, well you could you could answer Nick's concerns about the current situation. That's what I'm trying to do, just with my axe. <laughs> You're an asshole. An axehole. What were your concerns? <laughs> Why you dragged his drunk ass out of bed when you know how to use Thieves' tools just as well as he does? <laughs> Give me a minute. Uh, yeah, I got a twenty-three. That'll hit. All right, that'll hit for a total of ten damage. How do you kill it? <laughs> I just look at Nick. Give me a minute, and just take the axe, bring it into a one-eighty vertical swing into the top of its head. One-eighty from above or below? From below, just okay. bring it back around my back and onto the top of him. So as you yell out to Nick, you whirl it over your head and use all of your muscles to drive it up, a wedge to split this beast's head. It comes up, shreds through its jaw and the remaining straps that are relatively light near there, and you push it up through bone, flesh, brain, and it cracks up until it stops against the plate of metal against the beast, top of the beast's head, pushes up briefly as the thing falls. Now then, you were saying, Nick? <sighs> Why do you, you know how to never buy it? Why no, no, is no, there no. an armored pig locked in the charlatan cabinet? I mean, circus caravan thing. I pick up. My, what was that? What do you pick up? My crowbar. Because <laughs> I probably dropped it when the pig was. Means there's something afoot? Yeah, that's the word, right? I'm going to go investigate. Yep, me too, but I'll put a hand on Nick's shoulder. To answer your question, even when you're drunk, you're better at it than I am. Uh, right. Yeah, no, of course I am. And I owe you a favor. Uh, yeah, well, I think I cut a side of bacon off of it. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, eat it. No, no, neither would I. But yes, go ahead and look at the... I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here and try not to bleed to death. If you'd like to take a walk back, I'd understand. That's... Fine. I'll be fine. I apologize. Buying those bagpipes tomorrow. <laughs> I suppose I deserve it. So, uh, those Larry's of kind of sitting on the ground, leaning on Grove. Those of you who go to investigate the caravan, uh, you can make me an investigation check. Ooh, I think I'm good at that. Very low. I, I think it's perception I'm bad at. Investigate? Ooh, Grove actually good at that. Yeah, Grove will then, I guess, since he's going to come investigate, then he'll put a hand on Illyria and have the dog, like, have it come over there and prop her up. Yeah. All right. She, she a... wants to come investigate. She's even decent at it, but it's so much easier to snuggle the dog. Looking at a 17. Oh. All right. So you both step inside. Uh, well, all three of you, I guess. Uh, Grove, what did you get? Uh, it's plus skill or plus skill and proficiency. If you, if, ha if you have this, okay. it's plus proficiency. If you have the skill, it's plus proficiency. Otherwise, it's just plus the associated stat. Which is intelligence and investigation. Yes. Which is I why got a I five. Had to take it. <laughs> I got a three. Was a pig in here? <laughs> James, cheese your dice, Jesus bullshit. I, I already told you I rolled a seventeen. <clears throat> so if you step inside. Enough, I can crawl over and look. And <laughs> we just can't see, find anything in this four by ten wagon. <laughs> you see the torn up, colorful remains of many things carnival related. You see a small half of a doll that's stuffed insides are poured out across the ground. You actually getting a good look at it, Conrad can tell that this doll was with its pale coloration and black hair and even a few of the veinings 
was made at least originally to look like a bitter heart. Damn, it's not pence. Uh, however, stitched along to the half of its pants you can find, you can see a slogan, actually. It says, is no fun, is no Blinsky. Um, okay. Why does that written slogan have an accent? <laughs> you can just read it. That's how Grove reads it. It's like, how no re- fun... <laughs> Have no Blinsky. No, it, I read it with an accent. I didn't even realize. No, oh, it, it's, it's it's read out or it's written out orthographically. Yeah, it's read out exactly <laughs> how it says. Is, is no fun. Is no Blinsky. <laughs> um, kidding me. You find some pots and pans, and otherwise not too much up front of here. However, you do see from here um, a door leading up to the writer's compartment. Sure. Is it locked in any way? No, it doesn't seem to be. I'll pop it open. Uh, as you open the front, it's uh, well cushioned. There's a window available. There's, it folds back to open completely to where one would be able to drive the carriage. Um, but other than that, it seems like a very small bedroom done up in a few cushions and a few blankets, but it seems very unused. It's quite dusty in here. All right, so there's the doll, some pots and pans. And a comfortable chair. You can make me a perception check. Oh, no. That's the one of the perception skills I'm bad at. I got a 21. As you're looking through the front seat, you find underneath one of the cushions is a latch. It's not even locked. It's just latched shut. Holding down a kind of side door to some of the paneling. Sure. I'll mess with it. Uh, When you flip it open... uh, you, it, the wood falls back, and you can see a few things inside the small hold. Uh, there's a tiny wooden coffer um, held with not any sort of mechanism whatsoever, just wood and some hinges carefully laid on top of each other. There's a small prayer book with a green leather cover and indecipher- and like some notes that you can even see poking out from the sides and pages. There's a healer's kit okay. of various pulses and bandages. Um, there are three different symbols, all of them relating back to the church. One looks like Avison's collar, one looks like her spear itself, but in a smaller form, uh, modified so it's not long. And yet another to look like the moon set properly behind a set of wings. Okay. There's the prayer there's book. There's also... No, there's a lot of things here. Okay, gotcha. Uh, there is a small crossbow, you find. It's carefully inlaid with Mother of Pearl. Ooh. It, it seems to be currently loaded not with a silvered bolt. In addition, you find a bundle that, upon opening up the piece of cloth, there is a set of what seems to be about 20 more silvered crossbow bolts. There's... A worn leather case with some gold buckles on it. And finally, there is a very intricate rapier with that looks almost like an upside-down bell of a flower for the handle. It's got many etch marks along the blade itself, despite how small it is. These well-made. You're not sure of all of it. Um, the coffer and the case most certainly open, if you'd like to look inside or hand them off. I'll pop them open. Um, Thoroughness. Inside the coffer, there is uh, a large stack of Electrum pieces. Um, You will count it out later to be around 50 sheep. Uh, And there are six gemstones of sparkling diamond and emerald. 
when you open the case, pulling it back, you find slid into it, there are three sharpened wooden stakes. Uh, they seem to be relatively fresh. A sack of what seem to be small vials. Uh, they appear to be water, but you've investigated enough holy water in your time, you can tell it to be that. Uh, there's a jar of salt, a box of some various herbs and poultices, uh, a polished silver mirror, and a tube made of bone, cut from a bone and carved into the top, stoppered with a silver stopper and chain. But finally, at the very careful pocket that you find near the front, there is a beautiful silver amulet inlaid with a series of rubies surrounding it. It appears almost like the moon, but set upon with images of ravens and sheep, ram. A pair of horns almost seems to come off the top, but then from the bottom as well, curling around the side of it, is etched deeply, beautifully, radiantly. And even touching it, you can feel something inside it. It feels effervescent to the touch. Your whole body fills with a form of light as you touch it. Grimhild. Oh, wow, say, that's a lot of stuff over there. Peace. Would you say that he has given us a great deal of trouble? Who? The circus man. No. Really? The, the boar? I, I would say that. Is. <laughs> as you turned over your fog onto the road. <laughs> we broke into his wagon, and there. we didn't really investigate the blood that was around it before doing so. I mean, it seems... No, somebody was unwilling to let a master craftsman do his perform his, you know, ply his trade, and uh, and yanked the the lock off with the crowbar instead, well, stabbed by a trap, and then stepped out of the way like a true hero. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry that 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 was okay. That I would that was a little over the line. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> It slept and I lost a lot of blood. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so here, what am I missing? Is the amulet with the rubies and the hope, the rapier, 50 electrums, some gems, a mother of pearl crossbow, 51 silver bolts, a prayer book, three symbols seemingly of Avicen, a bunch of various paraphernalia, including flasks of holy water and snakes and such. I put it in chat. And they, did you mention the sick ass rapier? I, did, I mentioned the rapier. I didn't say it was sick ass, but I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was implied. Oh, okay. Okay. Check the tube. Did my rapier somehow not get on the list? I thought I did, but I'll not add here, it back. Either way, I'm not really sure which of these is the symbol of hope. And frankly, I'm feeling rather spiteful at the owner of this wagon right now. Uh, who is the owner of this wagon? I mean, I assume it's the amulet that has the symbols of good luck and prosperity on it. Presumably. It's a uh, Rictavio. Bless you. But who, where's he? I don't... At the inn, as far as I know. Oh. Well, there's... No, I, I like... Damn, when the blood is look like this thing just fucking ate a dude, I guess it's hard to tell now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a little curious why he had an armored beast locked up in his business like this. this I've, is I've not found a that travelers like to have strange animals in their bin are usually up to no good. That's where I got you. Points to dog. Oh, right, right, the name, right. I've been muted. I was about to say something. Um, I'm going to examine the, uh, the the tube with the stopper and chain. Why don't we find out what happened to Rictavio? Because there was blood around here before this 
came out. True enough. You pop open the tube. Um, inside is a curled piece of parchment. Take a look at the piece of parchment. As you uh, unfurl it, you can look inside and set in some crimson inks. You find prayers to the angels, but not just prayers as in those that any wayfarer would know, but those that the powerful priests know, know that those that the powerful Cathars know, those that the Inquisitors know, those that the angels taught them themselves. There is a uh, scroll of protection from undead and a scroll of protection from fiends. Is any of this stuff particularly suspicious for someone to just have if he's a collector or something? I I mean, I'm not... Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, this is not a collector's combination of things. This is someone with intent of some sort. Sure. They could have been I... gathered from somewhere else, but these are all powerful things relating, other than the things of just material worth, that relate to holiness and the slaying of monsters. Yeah, I didn't know if he was an enthusiast or something. I mean, possibly, but that's that not common. Like, Grimhild is odd in this world. So what were those scrolls you mentioned? Like, I'd, I'd... Protection from undead. Undead and protection from fiends. Two separate prayers on the same scroll. Cool. I have that all of it written down. Nick, would you come here for a moment? What? Uh, was there a snake in there now? What? No, yeah. there's a rapier. You know them better than I do. Okay. Have a look, would you? Yeah. He grabs it. It's... I mean, nothing bits Nephalian steel, but uh, uh, whatever half rate. Make me an investigation check, uh, and if you, no matter whether you have proficiency in it or not proficiency in it, add your proficiency to it. And so I mean this: if you're already proficient in it, double that. Ooh. <laughs> You know, you know better about swords like this, the smith said, handing it to a midnight duelist. Mm, maybe not. 11's not bad. It's a pointy thing. You put the point in the soft stuff and the dude die. It's great. You're not <laughs> sure of everything this can do, but this is fine steel. It's not silver, which is a shame, but you recognize at least the sort of make of this. This is made by one of the famous weaponsmiths, actually. That he made a few swords for Midnight Duelists. Um, uh, Olezka Comfrey. She was a fine smith, actually. Created a few weapons, uh, sometimes worked with some others to make mechanisms or enchantments upon them. Uh, in this case, you would be rather certain there is something. You just, from your brief inspection, haven't figured out how to work it. There seem to be enough etchings and marks on it. Maybe I should have looked at it as a smith. Okay, well, if uh, either it's a forgery or I need to have a talk with this fellow if he's not dead already. Because if this is real, it should be in the hands of a midnight duelist. May I have a look? Yeah. While y'all gawk over the swords, I'm going to go check out the blood. Absolutely. I'll be with you in a moment. Thank you. Hilario, I'm going to need the dog. Okay. Pats uh, what's you that? on the butt and sends him to you. Oh my! I'm oh. going to tell oh. <laughs> that that name. Ah! I'm at this point sure I that guess... Travis did this on purpose to us. At this point? Oh no, he certainly did. Ah! Like I'm just teasing. I've known for a while. It's fine. Hey Max, what was the role you had uh, Max make? Uh, I had him make investigation. Ah. Do I... uh, if you would like to do the same, you do not get the extra bonus on it. Oh, even though I'm a smith, it doesn't matter. 
Well, so you don't get the double proficiency. If, if yeah. I'm sure if you're proficient. Yeah, if you're uh, proficient, feel free. But like, you don't get a double up here. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Fifteen. Uh, it takes a few interesting positions as you're analyzing its make. Um, you give it a few slashes through the air. It seems sturdy, well put together. Uh, and then you reach under the flower that would be the guard. Not just to hold it, but you feel further up to see what the exact formation of this would be. And it's more than just a guard. There is some mechanism under there, and you can feel your hand press against some sort of leather pad that you press your thumb firmly against. The tip of the rapier flies forward, upward. It spears out before, as the rapier segments apart, fine wire in between it, sturdy but still narrow and definitely metal, courses out, sending this to a reach of at least 10 feet, Hmm. spearing forward before then it falls down. Now a bladed whip at your side. Nick, have you ever used a whip before? I have. Hey, listen, I don't ask you about your weekends, okay? I walked right into that one. No, I haven't fought with a whip. Why would you fight with a whip? It's not sharp. It, it's annoying. This one is. I do. Just hand it over. You only have to use it if you don't want to. Just. I use scimitars and whips. Do you use rapiers? Oh, I thought it, oh, I thought it was a scimitar. My bad. I'll hand Nick the rapier. Yeah, he'll try to get a feel for it, and it's in the in the uh, you know uh, segmented form. You are drunk. You're hurting, but you know how to handle a weapon based around deafness. After a few tentative motions, attempting not to cut anyone, uh, you make a lash outwards. It doesn't go exactly where you want it to, but now you have an idea for how it moves. You strike again. It courses out better, tracing along the mud. You pull it back. It falls. Ne- it gathers next to your side. You have at least a handle for the idea of the whip. You might want to practice a bit more, but you know you could use it fine. Huh. There's something here. If nothing else, the way it sprung out when you activated it could be useful tactically. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I'm, uh, I'm not exactly in the best state of mind to puzzle this out right now. You'll still have it by tomorrow. The investigation against Rictavio, the carnival wagon owner, has officially begun. Oh, I see. And these things will be taken as evidence. I take from the bolts. Yeah, silver crossbow bolts. Evidence. 50 of them. Yep, all evidence. Do you say 50? It's not 50. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. Sorry. I, I luckily, civil forfeiture is written into the Abyssinian religion. <laughs> I, I, am, I am officially declaring an investigation, and I'm bringing up these items on charges. I realize we're playing a Dark Heresy game. We just happen to have the Inquisitor in our group. It's handy sometimes. And while we're walking, I'm going to take a look at that prayer book, see if I can make any sense of it. And Nick's a scum, sort of. <laughs> Tell me, what languages do you know? Um, I speak probably. primeval. I know probably not the right ones. I know I wrote this down somewhere. There are too many character sheets on this character sheet. <laughs> How many do you get? One plus intelligence bonus, typically? Uh, no, it's defined. You get common, and you get things based on your race, which is not going to change anything. And then you get things based on your background. Either, either way, I know I know common and infernal, but I don't know if I know anything else. That's probably it. 
Yeah, you're not sure what this says. The book is penned in various prayers to the angels, but then interspersed with some writing in simple lines, but elegant. Uh, ink is immaculate, and some pages are rendered in almost gold. Would I have uh, reason to think it wasn't written in celestial? Uh, you would have at least seen enough around when you th have that thought that it very possibly is. You can't confirm 100%, but it, there's a large possibility that it is. I bet I know someone who knows Celestia. You also I see in, in many of the margins, notes and scribbled bits, even on these beautiful sanctified pages, you see notes in that same language. The language that you figure to be that of the angels. What did you say, Grimhild? Oh, just that Grimhild knows Celestial. Do you peek over that. your shoulder while he's reading the book? Yeah, I have no way yeah, of knowing that. Yeah, you get mm. a look at this book that had prayers to the angels, which probably made you scoff, but then they, he turns to pages that have words that you can tell, even from a few lines, to be of wisdom from the angels themselves, uh, which, again, might make you scoff. But then you see in the margins just a few notes of what seems to be a word about slaying. Hmm. And may I for a moment? Absolutely, I can't make much sense of it. Such, but yeah, I'll, I'll take like the marginalia because that thing. While there is certainly advice inside the actual pages, some relating to the def uh, defeating creatures and raising morale and the correct orders that angels must take. Inside the margins, you can find interpretations of this into practical use. It goes into talking about things of what it must take for one to actually completely eliminate a howl pack in one case. There's another that says of what type of wood, analyzing which ones have most effectiveness against vampires. Oh, like which ones last the longest when cut and stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> it just reads, okay. never balsa. Never again. This is a holy book, but owned by quite a practical person. I suspect someone of our sort of ilk. Well, Perhaps. obviously, she motioned us to like the stakes on holy water and shit. Yeah, looking at the rest of these, I have no doubt it might have been him. Do you believe that you could? We have don't use know if it? this was stolen or not. What's that? Do you believe you could make use of it? Certainly, it's useful advice from someone who has apparently been around for. There's a lot of information in there. It seems to almost be have converted this prayer book into some form of hunting manual. At some point or another, I'd like to know about its contents, but if you'd like to keep it and look it over, by all means. It's largely prayers and then something angels and things like that. But what's interesting is the marginalia, like a handbook for hunters. Understood. That's of interest to me, too. Have a look over. See if you find anything you like. Certainly. Speaking of which, is the cross pretty? Oh, it's beautifully made. It's nothing... You have, from getting a feel for it, it doesn't seem to be anything fundamentally special about its mechanics, but it is gorgeously put together. Okay, I'll sell it. I keep the bolts. <laughs> and here, I think you're pretty much the only person who uses... Just but... remind me when you go to sell it, because it does have a special price. Ooh. I figured. Well, it's that... Or, I mean, if I can convince someone of their sword, basically all I need is at most two things that can be hand crossbows. So I can dual, like, I just, you know, just do it up if I have to. Yeah, just dual wheel crossbows. Nice. That said, um, is there a silversmith in town, Max? Uh, very possibly, but you haven't seen one so far. It's we been, it's been late yeah. since the entire time you've been well, in Well, I know, um, I'm just thinking, I think Illyria's gonna have some of her silverware melted down into something. Do we just want to split the, the Electrum 
10 electrum each? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I take everything. That's five gold? Even, the, even the half a doll. It is 10 electrum, not five gold. It, it equates out to five gold if you want to keep very shorthand. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing, because I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> We're in like no, some no. really terrible town. We can make change. So. <laughs> no, they are... They are Electrum pieces. They go into the pocket as Electrum pieces. <laughs> nah, I don't care. Oh, there were six gems, too. But that's not my job anymore. <laughs> Rogues. So, <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're worth. <laughs> I'm a smith, not a jeweler. So, what do you all do? Conrad, I'm going to take a cut uh, sliver of the blood, but I believe we should rest. I'll do the investigation of that tomorrow. Of course. I apologize, everyone, for you in danger. And thank okay. you for helping me. I got to meet a really nice race. You! <laughs> Funny timing. As I... I was about to mention uh. that you hear a thin chorus of caws from the sky. She'll look up. It's you raven. see about three of them fluttering, landing on the nearby arch to the entry of the, war- of the storehouse. Great, now they all want meat. No, something's... Unless we should best be gone. Probably. All right, let's go. She'll toss out another sliver of the snakes. I mean, they're going to be following us all day. No, they're smarter than that. Ideally, I want to get to the point where I don't have to pay them to, ha- to help me. I mean, we'll leave plenty of corpses for them. Over I've been saying that about birds my whole life. All right, uh, so do you all return to uh, your individual resting quarters? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to divvy up steaks and stuff? I'll get to that later. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll try and leave you behind just to see who's coming to investigate. No, that's an awful idea. Never mind. Yes, we all get the fuck out of Dodge. Is, is Grove sneaky? Oh, Grove is hella sneaky, but everybody's kind of banged up. Remember how he, he shoved yeah. himself up a tree to he stay away from the wolves? You could just get a peep of these dudes and then leave. I I'll do that. Felt. Yeah, I'll do that. No, Grove will uh, kind of push Illyria and say, take, take, take you with you and I'll catch up. I'm just going to make sure see who these guys are. Just One drunk blink. crazy woodsman, I'm sure is not unheard of here. She'll kind of blink at him. Still a little uneasy like, okay, don't die. Uh, roll stealth check. Sure. Well, it's my stealth that plus seven? Yeah, plus seven. Two. <laughs> crit, crit fail. I hide on the board like a badass. Welcome to my kill. Well, it's not the worst. 12 total? Yeah. That that beats some people's passive perceptions. Whatever. He's like mine. <laughs> Doesn't beat mine. You hang out and press yourself up against the side of the storehouse and as everyone else departs, um, it's just a little bit of time before you can hear the clicking of boots against the gravel. You can see a couple of guards come into the light. One of them, definitely one of the local town guards, and one of them seems much more stern, tall, uh, wears himself the uniform of a Cathar. They step forward, uh, the Cathar, like, nodding to the other one. They take their routes um, and converge in on the lot. You can see the second guard moving in, and then when you know he's inside of the boar, covering his mouth and looking a bit pale and what little light there is. He turns and runs over to the other. You can hear soft yells of him going, Sir! Sir! The Cathar, though, doesn't. Nor does he address the younger guard. He just puts a hand out, then turns and looks you in the eye. 
I think that's where we'll call an end of the session. Which Yay. you? <laughs> Me. You okay. have you. I'm just a crazy hobo sitting at this corpse. Not bad. Yeah. I can't wait for next session with my minus three <laughs> charisma bonus. I just wanted to do some of the things that are necessary when you get to town, but then people wanted to keep adventuring during the night. I'm like, why? <laughs> it worked out, but like, wow. <laughs> I, I think it. I think it was a reasonable decision to make. Yeah. Well, just because you were all like, some of you were fucking hurt is the only thing. But I, was I, fine. I, I literally like. No, you were fine. <laughs> everything I used, I got back after a short rest, and my. And the funny thing is, I'm the only person who has healing that comes back after a short rest. It's only for myself, yep. but yeah. I need a long rest and to be healed. Well, the long rest will do that. But yeah, second wind comes back after short yep. rest. All of my maneuvers and surge does. Fighters are like really fucking strong. <laughs> They're really good. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns? Nope. I just think you keep wanting to kill Illyria. It's and not my fault. If you don't like fault. her, I'll make a new character. It's not my fault. You're in melee range and stepped away. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm just hoping we that this is legit treasure that we can keep and not actually that dude's stuff. Mm. Or if it is his stuff, that he's evil. <laughs> I'm so excited for you guys to learn about Because our, our party... Being composed of people with no permanent address could then murder him and... <laughs> right, okay, I got it. This has gone a step further than I'm okay with. I'm so excited <laughs> for one, you guys to one. meet Rictavia. <laughs> oh, it sounds good. I'm actually, like, I, I know I didn't say it very loudly because my character doesn't talk very much, but I was kind of against just breaking into this place. I, like, I wanted to talk to the dude first. You guys seem pretty bent on it, so... It's, no, uh, I mean, like, like Nick has concerns, but they're about getting caught rather than any sort of moral high ground. He just doesn't want to be walking around with his dude's rapier. <laughs> I'm not trying to play the Inquisitor here. Yeah, I don't, know if, I'm doing, I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but Inquisitors have different ways about them. There's a specific right way. What's your alignment? <laughs> he's, he's a member of the Ordo scumbag. It's fine. <laughs> um, I think I'm uh, awful neutral. Okay, and you are the law, so that, that lines up. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have it written on my sheet. That I is what I wanted for him. I don't have it either. I assume I'm either true neutral or maybe neutral evil. <laughs> <laughs> All selfish. By way of good. I am not selfish. Good. I don't are you, think. Excuse me. Are you ends justify the means? Yeah. Well, that's that was the that's the original definition of evil. Is one of the aspects is the ends justify the means. Yeah, so I think that's. But be careful. More like, you know, when you make the decision to become evil, I can detect you. <laughs> you can probably detect. Actually, that's not probably... true, though, just because of how the system works now. Aww. You detect all those things like celestial beings and fiends and bullshit. Oh, yeah. You just, yeah like, you alignment search. really doesn't matter for many things other than, like, bonding with items. Dude, I need to get me a damn shield. I'm proficient in it. Shields are good. Yeah, shields aren't bad, but, but I can't. But they can't have metal in them, so I can't get like a wooden shield embedded with silver. You can get a Daker shield. I mean, a wooden shield on its own is good. Yeah, yeah. it just it's catches on fire easy. And statistically, I don't think there's actually a difference. Yeah, it's just plus two AC. I could probably use that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Grove is getting thrown in the stocks, so I need a trick weapon. Is what I need. She will come rescue you late at night. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Little, I'm still a little unclear on how the rapier works. Is it? Don't worry. I'm tied now. 
Okay, like, listen, I had it all in mind. I just hadn't had it in text. Because I didn't expect I didn't expect this to be the first place you guys go. Yeah, because initially it sounded like just a rapier that happened to have like a. So summary that like blowpiped out its end, and then you could like retract it back. But now it sounds more both. like a serrated cane with a point. It's both. You could immediately uh, rewind it and do the uh, and do the like extendo jab again, but you could also leave it as a whip. Okay, so the tip I remains. I want to see the stats on this thing. The tip remains attached. It's just the entire thing stingers forward and then and then falls slack. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Eventually, if for whatever reason I was to find half plate, the highest my AC can go is seventeen. You can't do full plate. Nope. I have proficiency of light and medium. Half plate. Wait, is... but plate is do half plate metal? is metal. You have to get wooden yeah. armor or leather. Probably. I lied. Never mind. Is, yeah, you could. Uh, what's the heaviest? Wooden armor. Oh, hide. That could put me at fourteen. I have leather right now. Fourteen's not bad. You're 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 a caster. Like you got to be semi close, but like you just basically need to hang out with Grove. The whole point of the the, the woods people is to never get close to anything ever, because the woods will eat your ass alive if they're angry. Yeah, or unless you you see, I'm not afraid of the woods. I can talk to the woods. You need to be afraid of the things in the woods that want to eat you and are being well, obstinate. Yeah, they just what's haven't, your, like, learned how nice I am yet. What's your, dex, what's your dex mod sitting at? Plus two. Okay, so you so studded leather isn't better for you than hide. It's cheap, though. That's what I need, I need to get studded It leather. is, but I'm not sure. Is studded leather studded with metal? Uh, yes. I think so. uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. But you could probably get studded with something else. But we need to end the recording. Goodbye, Internet, before we talk about more shit. Bye, equipment time. Bye, Internet. See you next time. All right. <laughs>